and we will see you next time. Wait, have we done this already? Wait. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Oh no, Jacob, Jacob, what? no. Why, what's going on? You remember what happened last time? I, I, no, I don't. I have a short attention span. It only lasts. Jacob, no! The spiral. Oh. The spiral. Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geeksplain Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow caped crusaders, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Grant Morrison's Batman. This week, we are tackling the basically the beginning of the end for Grant Morrison's Batman run. Uh, it has been a long journey and we are in the final stretch, the beginning of the final act. And to kick things off for that, we are diving into the first chapter of Batman Incorporated. This is going to be Batman Incorporated issues one through eight, as well as Leviathan Strikes. Uh, this was, man. I'm, I'm just going to say it. This might be my favorite volume. But before we get into all of that, before we get into all of that, I am, of course, joined by the only two people who I would trust to help me build out a global organization built off of my likeness. First off, he left a bunch of recordings that will outlive all of us. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. I left a bunch of recordings about all of us. The spiral will continue. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that was. That was really weird. Um, hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> and he is truly the greatest filthy pockmarked junkie stereotype that I know. It's Jacob Brown. <laughs> Hurry up, you fool! They're like right behind us, you good-for-nothing stereotype. <laughs> and I am the man who has found the way to slow my heart rate so darn slow that it appears that I've died. Before I bring myself back, because I am Lord Deathman, I'm Eric Azana. And we yeah. are here talking Batman Incorporated. We have finally finally gotten to the point where bruce wayne has taken batman global he's mr worldwide everybody mr. worldwide and i'm i'm really stoked about this first off this marks with this the only comic series that i have all of the omnibuy for Hey. hard copy omnibus of an entire series before now nice. with this kicking off now i have it wow what's gonna be next yeah right who knows who knows truly Ooh, dc start pumping out those flash by mark wade omnibus straight up seriously dc get on it get on it <laughs> DC, get on. DC, put out that DC sound of us. I want straight, dude. DC, get on oh it. Oh my god, DC, get on it. Get on it, DC. 
but yeah, I'm really excited about this. This it's gone, uh, DC. Th- this wow. this, vol- this volume rules, guys. How did how Hell do you yeah. feel about Batman Incorporated? Dude, it whips. It's awesome. <laughs> it's Gmo on their full bullshit, but it's Straight awesome. Up. This is like, like a Gmo volume. Like, especially halfway through, it's like, oh boy, this is re-. once you get into the Kate Kane of it all, it's like, whoa, this is really, <laughs> yeah. this is really them on their bullshit. But yeah, it's yeah. awesome. It's sick. Wow. This um this felt very much like um like the Batman. This felt like the Batman equivalent of like avengers endgame and uh avengers infinity war you know because like there's a lot there's a lot of like everybody involved and plus like some people that you just did not expect to just like come in with like you know kathy kane that whole kathy kane i was i was literally my hand was on my forehead the whole time reading (laughs) that going just like oh yeah jesus christ you're just throwing this in here right now oh yeah because everything is continuity yeah. yeah, like it, it was crazy. Like, Hell to, yeah. to think about like the like if they do the Batman Brave and the Bold, like the James Gunn stuff. If this is like this, this feels if like we the eventually equivalent. Get to Batman Incorporated. Yeah, that's I the feel thing like is that uh, they they're this promising like, this and it yeah. will never be this. There's Dude, no way. There's no that's, way. Now you understand you, why I'm you so mad seeing that teaser image. A Batman Incorporated series. Yeah, yeah, that every, would be awesome. Every, every it would never happen. A different Batman. Yeah, that would be, that would really be awesome, cool. and it would never happen. You don't yeah. know that. You don't know that. Uh, yeah, it could yeah. happen. Anyway, give it me Mister Unknown. <laughs> give me mi- which one? Oh, I want. All- I want that whole world. It fucking whips. Fucking this was same, a, dude. Yeah. The, at a point, this actually felt like um, this reminded me of the Batman last season, where like Batman was meeting all the Justice yes. League characters. Yeah, that's you know? exactly yeah, what it feels exactly like. Exactly what it feels like. Exactly sure. what it felt like. Which just like if it had one more season, it would totally have done this. It would have totally really done Batman Incorporated. I've been rewatching a lot of those episodes. Me too. <laughs> that show whips. Because that show is so hard. because that shows. I I will always say it is the best Batman cartoon. Uh, okay. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. I think it's the best one. But that I, this season is so goddamn it's good. It's tough. It's it didn't tough, but yeah, it didn't become so it didn't become the prominent uh, show for me until I got to that Clayface episode. That's that's what I'm saying. That's, that's yeah. what for that that's to be like, the end of the first the, season. Yeah, season mm-hmm. one finale. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, the go back in the things? archives and listen to uh, Eric's episode on uh, the Batman because I remember that. It's great. I love watching uh, on your that top series. favorite episodes. That was a difficult list to put together. Yeah, because there are so <laughs> many good fucking episodes. But if memory serves, I think you had the Robin origin one is like number one, and or or it was, was it, it was the, definitely the top two, or was it the future sure. one? I think it was the future one that you had. That one was there right? too. I don't, I don't. I don't remember which one was top one. I don't so remember long. now. You but go, but the Robin origin one was so archives. high up there. And, Go back and, and, and and listen to that episode because I had a ton of fun doing it. But yeah, let's get into this. We've got we've got a lot. Got a lot to talk about. Batman is going da, global. Da, da, da. And first off, these covers. Mm. Oh, yeah, these covers. Yeah. These Our covers. boy J.H. Williams is back. This first cover is iconic. Batman with all the flags behind him. Yeah, so fucking cool. 
Yeah. So fucking cool. Yeah, it's so uh, all the all the covers on this are great, including the B covers by Yannick Paquette. Yeah. yeah. Because that B cover by Yannick Paquette of just like the full page, like yeah, Batman in down. again, yeah. at least one of the best Batman suits. It's one of the like 100%. two best Batman suits. Uh just fucking coming down with the bats all around them. That is yeah. iconic as shit. Yeah. Very good. That is and the coolest of image. which that introduces us to this volume's first artist. Yannick yeah. the cat. Who's so good. Fuck, I love Yannick the cat yeah. stuff. Fuck. Holy yes. shit. Fuck. So we start chapter one in a very interesting place. Japan! Hell yeah, baby. And we encounter Mr. Unknown, who is in the middle of getting brutally tortured before he is finished off by maybe my favorite batman villain i honestly i get it love lord Deathman. me too i i love lord Deathman. he rules he's so good so hard he's so good the showmanship of lord Deathman is so awesome yes (laughs) fucking mr unknown wakes up both of his hands have been acid melted off (laughs) of his hands and he just goes he's like where are my hands and fucking lord Deathman pops up from the shadows going there in hell awaiting the last of you First your eyes the last thing you will ever see is mighty lord Deathman. i love the idea of this like japanese supervillain who's like well Look at like how showy American supervillains are. I need to be that, and so he's yeah. Lord Deathman. He's like, he's just the most showman guy possible. I need to be a super Sentai villain dialed up <laughs> to American standards. It's super Sentai villain mixed with like PT Barnum. Like, it's oh awesome. my god! Like, <laughs> okay, so you're saying Hugh Jackman's going to play Lord Deathman? It's true. It's true. Hell yeah. This is the Please greatest show. Please give me that. I need that. This is the greatest show. <laughs> Please give Audience, me. you don't fucking understand my unabashed love of that movie. Why? I fucking love that movie. Why? Uh, it's a movie that I've only seen like 10 minutes of. I still I haven't watched it. I fucking love it. It's six it's... movies in one. And it I seems like a lot of movies in one. Movie. <laughs> It's, it's a movie I won't even waste my time on. Yeah. You need to waste your time on it because it's it like, is fucking delightful. No, I think that's... there's like one really good song at least that I've heard from it. I listen to the entire soundtrack at least once a week and my life is okay. richer for it. Listen, everyone has that musical. I get it. Mine is the 2004 Joel Schumacher masterpiece Family Opera. <laughs> You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, a, per- a perfect um, movie. An A-plus movie. Hey, that, you know what? It's everything you could ever want. It's everything, it's everything you, ever you could ever want. That so... is childish. That is childish compared to my <laughs> obsession of Jeff Wayne's musical version of The War of the Worlds from 1978. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. Hell that yeah. fucking shit is so 70s and weird hell that it's just yeah. brilliant. It is the- so all over the place the only oh. bad thing about the 2005 the one of two bad things about the 2005 war of the worlds movie is that it's not a musical yes yes the other bad thing is justin chatwin anyway yes. uh oh, okay, got him so <laughs> lord, we see, 
We see Lord Deathman. Oh, he should be Lord Deathman. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, Lord Deathman needs to be good, keep, not shy. Keep, keep <laughs> Justin Chatwin away from another Japanese property, please. Yeah, seriously. He's already tanked one. No My, offense to Justin Chatwin. He was great in Doctor Who. I was going to say, he played he pretty much like... He was in Doctor like, Who? Yeah, yes. he, played, he played a superhero in uh, the... Oh, oh right, in the fucking... Yeah, that's right. The, yeah. Uh, great he's episode. Not great. He was he's essentially not great Batman and Superman. It was great. Yeah, he's great not episode. great in that, though. He's <laughs> great. That's probably the best acting I've seen him do, and that says something. So we see the young assistant, or so we're led to believe, of Mr. Unknown arriving back in their secret Batcave to find... Fucking Lord Deathman's goods, who I love. Who are just fucking rocking out the party man, just beating the yeah. shit out of a party car. Man. <laughs> like, party man. In their dumb costumes that I... James Gunn, listen. Jim, I know you're listening to this. I Jimmy. need you to not MCUify these henchmen costumes. They need to look as dumb as they look in this comic. Okay? Uh, and so does Lord Deathman. He needs and to so just... so does Lord Deathman. You need to be able to see, like... Oh, he's just wearing a shirt that has a skeleton cage on it. Like, <laughs> like, and you can clearly see his mouth moving in the, the in mask. The mask. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. yeah Rules. So good. So we see that the uh, the henchmen go after uh, this young this young man, but he's got some skills. He's got. He kind of reminds me in the way that he's using his environment and props. Very Jackie Chan. In mm -hmm. that. Yeah. In his movement style, which I love. Uh -huh. And so he manages to escape as Lord Deathman decrees, Kill all Japanese crime fighters! So which brings good. us to the <laughs> to two Americans. title. To two Americans. <laughs> so we're not even focusing on one. We're focusing on the other, which is a problem. Oh, in, boy. In that position? Yeah. Yannick Piquet. <laughs> Talk Yannick about a definitely gets the assignment. Yannick Paquette knows how to draw beautiful, beautiful people. Yeah, I mean, like, talk about talk about a pussy presenting itself. Jesus Christ! <laughs> we Jesus got ten Christ. minutes in. <laughs> Welcome back to Below the Belt, a podcast, and then a podcast where Jacob, for some reason, is leading the podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, her, her butt's in the air, and that's it. It doesn't really do anything for me. Well, it does for me. <laughs> All I know is I've got a sweet tooth, and I desperately am hungry for some cake. <laughs> Good Lord. And uh, it looks like... <laughs> continuing on. Continuing on. Look at how um, thick Batman is, too. I love how Yannick Fiquette draws, like, a really dude, he's thick Dude, he's a beefy Batman. Batman. He's a beefcake. He's, he's a, a slab, slab of meat. Of meat. Oh, some, yeah. That's like Arkham oh, Asylum yeah. Batman, you know? Yeah. Oh, Thickness. yeah. 100%. He's just some prime Wagyu, man. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I was saying Wagyu because they're in Japan. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was just trying to think of the nicest B if I could. That's the nicest <laughs> B I could think of. That was completely incidental. <laughs> Some beautiful Kobe beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> I can say that. You can't. I can say in the late it. in the late pictures. <laughs> I'm gonna say he's some spicy chorizo. <laughs> How dare you, Malcolm? That's our word. Don't you ever say that. <laughs> so. 
Batman and Catwoman are there to uh, steal something called Project X, and they encounter not just. <laughs> You're funny. That was sugar. Just very funny. Sugar, spice, spice. And, everything and everything nice. nice. These are the ingredients chosen to create Thank the you ultimate weapon. And we have now successfully dated ourselves. Yay! Hey, that's on that's on Netflix now. And guess what? Still fucking rules. Still fucking yeah, rips. It, the whole series went up on Netflix last week. Really? Uh, him is still uh, one of the most terrifying cartoon villains I've ever yeah? seen. Yeah. One of the most terrifying and also one of the sexiest. <laughs> Welcome back to Below the Bell, the podcast of the podcast. Well, Malcolm's gonna go ahead and simp for him for a second. I got some I got a crab hands problem. Anyway. Oh my god. Good lord. <laughs> Darling, it's weird down one, where it's yeah. wetter under the sea. <laughs> Batman and Catwoman deal with your no- Jesus Christ. You know uh, I will come and get you. That's a fucking terror. Anyway, uh, Batman and Catwoman good. are trying to break into this vault, and just the panel where Catwoman's breaking into the vault. She's got the tongue out. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Mm hmm. But, Here's the thing: is that this is this is the perfect era of like Catwoman, like super weaponizing uh, the sexuality thing, yeah. and that's all Yannick Paquette like saw and was like, "Yeah, okay, I could do that." Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I could, I could, I could, I could fuck with that. He, he he read through he read through Selena's big score and he was like, "You know what this needs? Cheesecake, <laughs> a little bit more cake." And so Batman is dealing with this terrifying. I'm going to assume it's an invisible rhino robot that is uh, attacking the other two hapless souls who tried to break in before them. While Selina breaks into the vault and is stealing uh, Chemical X while dealing with robotic mice, including a giant robotic mouse. I love that panel. Yeah. It's just rising up behind her and then it immediately cuts. (laughs) (laughs) And so we see uh, Bruce and Selena are fucking living it up. And I. Here's the real problem. Here's the real problem. <laughs> here's, here's the real problem. <laughs> I this know. Look I, I know Bruce working problem. out. Look at his like guns and everything like that. that. Too. He truly has so something sexy. for everybody. Yeah. I really mean, does. oh boy. Good. She's Lord. like rubbing the little like crest between his like uh, chest, you know, when he's like, like. He's bench. He's like bench pressing over here. It's, it's like, like a, oh yeah, coupled with like the knee high boots. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's it's a problem. Uh, I love I love a Bruce and Selena just fuck around moment. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I like that. That's just where this relationship is right here. It's just like, well, you know, we're here. We got a little bit of time before it's night when we got to do stuff. Let's fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I do love that. And he like he like of... pulls out like a like a, a like a video game or something like that, and he starts playing, and Selena's just like cross arms. He's like, like, you want to play like... Mancala? Let me set out the beads. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be the sexiest chess game of all time, baby. <laughs> it's like I've been learning Go. Let's set up the board. <laughs> Let's go. Let's learn go. <laughs> and you just see Selena just like stewing on the couch (laughs) incredible um and again like the next page like a a fantastic three-quarter page spread like hell yes them sailing through the night sky of tokyo like 
It's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And even I also love the very self-aware moment on the next page where they go to this comic book shop or curiosity <laughs> shop, and Selena picks up what I can only assume is some kind of tentacle hentai bag. Tentacle goes, hentai. Yep. What's the appeal? I ask myself as she's standing there, still cheesecaking it up. It's hilarious. Uh, my she... favorite thing about that is the Super Saiyan Trunks uh, statue yes! in the corner. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's clearly Super Saiyan Trunks. But very specifically legally distinct for oh, like... Super Saiyan Trunks. Yeah, he is lacking exactly. the purple jacket. He's lacking the purple jacket and the sword is different. But otherwise, <laughs> that is Super Saiyan Trunks. <laughs> Actually, also, that might be Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Hey, there you go. Because he rocks you know very what? similar look. That's a look. good call. That's a good call. Yeah. But also visually and legally distinct from Cloud in Final Fantasy Yeah, exactly. That's funny. I didn't even think about that. You're right. But so they take the uh, they take this elevator down, and Batman talks about how much he admires Mister Un. He's basically, and he even makes the comparison. He's like he's the Batman of Japan, an incredible mm-hmm. deductive mind. Goes out, puts in the physical work. He's got it, and he's crushing it. And I want to recruit him. He's a guy that I can really get behind. And the two of them get down to the little Batcave and find it trashed. Uh, the Lord Deathman's posse roll up and they just start whipping. And again, a great, really just fun, dynamic fight scene where Bruce and Selena are absolutely giving it to these Lord Deathman henchmen. And they very quickly dispose of them. And Batman Batman says, uh, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And yeah. takes one of the henchmen over. He's just like, I don't have time for this. Uh, your boss might kill you if he ever finds out. Because he's like, oh, tell me where your boss is. He's like, I'll never rat him out. So he takes him over to this table saw. And he's like, I'll carve the nose off your face right here. And it's like, oh, God, it's the kid, the body double. And this is when we find out that the young man who was assumed to be Mr. Unknown's uh, apprentice or assistant is actually one of two parts of Mr. Unknown. Hell yeah. They greenhorned it. They greenhorned it. I fucking love that. And that's awesome. That the original Mr. Unknown was the deductive mind doing all the detective work while Jiro played the part of the physical Mr. Unknown, going out, kicking ass, taking names. And I love the idea of this. I wish we saw more of this concept. I I really, yeah. I wish this was a separate book. It's so cool. (laughs) Because it's so cool. And I love the very stark difference between them two. Uh, We get to, you know, Jiro using a gun and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is like an interesting like dichotomy between the two. Like this, this is cool. I would totally read this comic. This is also like, yeah, yeah. Like this is, this is very bad. This is very Pulp Fiction Batman Beyond in terms of just like that's a good point yeah this yeah. is like a green this is like the green hornet doing batman beyond in this that, that's this that's really exactly cool. that's, a, that's an two. apt description good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's why i i love these first two issues of this entire book maybe that is part. why i liked it that so much yeah. yeah. it. i was like <laughs> asian yeah. batman beyond it is yes. literally batman yeah it's your dream batman beyond that's literally it's real cool 
fucking love if it. If they worked in this character being like a criminal uh, mastermind, like working with the criminals, but also being the hero that like rats them out and all that other stuff, that would kind of be really cool. I want this book now. I want I this book. For this book. <laughs> I need this. I book. would kill for this book. And and I feel like like I I want it to be like a black label book. Ooh, yeah. Like yeah. just a six issue black label book of just this. Like Mr. What is I mean, Mr. Unknown? Yeah. yeah Mr. Unknown. This, is, Mr. Unknown. this is this is truly your Max miniseries. Like your uh, ho- formerly Hobo Max, now just Max yeah. miniseries. Max. You give me you give me six episodes of this. That's the Dude, shit. I'm fucking yeah. Like that's Lord the shit right it. there. Mm-hmm. And then Lord Deathman kills Mr. Unknown, like in the first like two episodes or something, and then it becomes Jiro's gotta become the new Mr. Unknown. Yeah, and has to learn a new way, and then Batman shows up. Like that, it, that would fucking Batman rule. shows up in the final episode to be like, listen, uh, guns are the yeah, weapon gun, of the cowards. Guns are bad, you know. Guns yeah. are bad. Be a fucking hero. And he's like, oh shit, I guess I got to be a hero. That'd be oh, sick. I thought like since he was like Fuck. using the gun, that he would actually like since Batman tells him like no guns, he's just like okay, so he just reformats the gun to be like that that pistol gas thing that the green. Oh, that's like the green. Uh, yeah, that cool. so I thought that would be really cool. He's still, it's still using. Gun, I love but the it's green not hornet so much. I know it's so good. <laughs> it's such we're, a good point too for another reboot at some point. Yes, we are. Wait, here's the thing that movie make Kevin Smith bad, write y'all. it. <laughs> not that yeah, bad. Yeah, Kevin Smith's Sur- got the good take. Surprisingly, not that bad. Yeah. That movie's like pretty good, and it, the guy who played Kato is fucking amazing. Yes. so good. Yeah, so fucking. Good. He was I incredible. That, I love that he was the brains and all that other stuff in Operation. It was very funny to like. Yeah, yeah, like around. they literally just let Kato do like yeah. everything. I was like, oh fuck yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. y'all remember that one time shit, they tried Kato. to turn Seth Rogen into an action star? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a wonderful. It was a wonderful and experiment. Have, and have Michel Gondry direct it, and it's got all the weird Michel Gondry shit to it. Yeah. That movie kind of rips. <laughs> Green Hornet's kind of. I have to watch it again. <laughs> I uh, have to watch it again. <laughs> I will say the first few moments, the first few minutes are a little cringy because of the fact that at the time Seth yeah. Rogen's favorite friend, best friend, was a part of that. And oh, uh, yeah, shit, right. Yeah. But yeah. it's worth it for uh, uh, what's his face? The the. Uh, God, the Spectre guy. What's it? God, what's oh, yeah. Uh, Christoph Waltz. Christoph yes. Waltz. It's worth it for Christoph Waltz. Oh, my Waltz God. That when it's he so is funny. in that he movie, puts on the costume at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's oh, so good. Shit. I might rewatch Green Hornet today. I own that movie specifically Green just Hornet. for Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, that movie's good. <laughs> so, Jiro returns home knowing that uh, Lord Deathman is hunting him and finds that Lord Deathman has captured his girlfriend, Misaki. And he fucking unloads a full clip into Lord Deathman, knocking him out of the window behind them. Uh, Misaki is dropped from the apartment into the apartment below. Uh, Catwoman and Batman arrive just in time. Catwoman dives in after her. And there's a fucking giant squid just Hell in yeah. the apartment below. <laughs> yeah. I love how fucking anime this shit is. Lord Deathman <laughs> yeah. is right. impossible, and that's what's cool. <laughs> yeah. And so the the next the next chapter has maybe my two favorite covers. The A and B cover of this of this chapter is so fucking good. Yeah. Like Yeah. The, Which yeah. of the two is your favorite? The, you gotta pick one. Oh god. Uh, it's flags. Flags for me. 
it's flags are so good i love flags yeah. but i also i love how fucking anime the the b cover is by yannick paquette the skull oh yeah the the two different bats or the two different um titles with batman on the left and mr unknown on the right like i i really yeah. dig it i really yeah. dig that um real quick did you guys does the omnibus have uh at the end of each issue the like three strips of text for most of them yeah, yeah, yeah. okay cool the, like lord Deathman lives to take life and he's only just begun can batman solve the reaper's riddles or will curiosity kill the cats like, it's so find out next time. Time. Yeah. Yeah. batman <laughs> inc <laughs> save that time save that channel because this is truly like gemo doing serial. their version of of 66 batman 100%. like this that, is that's them, all this, this series is going is. full 66 yeah and so batman and jiro fight off the henchmen while catwoman and misaki deal with the squid in the bottom i don't even I know if this it. is a squid this is some kind of fucking anime by the way cracking. We, we uh we glazed over it but when the the young the, yes. the young assistant was like going up to his apartment to witness this scene and everything like that one of the neighbors uh went up to him and was like there's leaks again in our in our apartment I, are you oh, sure yeah. that it's not coming yeah. from your she's apartment like, from what have i told you about like, girls and all that noise yeah, yeah. 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 yeah like, what is he the, regularly the doing of the exactly. house oh yeah he's fucking dude yeah. <laughs> but that they would expect the leak to be anyway yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly fucking dude yeah you know what i just realized fucking catwoman dove into a, a tentacle thing yep after yeah. reading after the, the comic yeah uh -huh. that's hilarious yeah, that is yeah. Hilarious. it's that's really good that is hilarious <laughs> that's wonderful writing from Gbo yeah it's really good so wow. batman manages to blow out the window letting out all the water and saving uh catwoman and misaki uh basically just hanging the squid out to dry uh lord deathman has escaped though the henchmen were captured and i love that immediately misaki is just like we're done jiro i'm done with you it's like i never want to see you again why didn't you tell me that you used to work for mr unknown i could have died like <laughs> you're an <laughs> asshole <laughs> it's the ultimate like uh partner of peter parker finally realizes yes. that he's spider-man is like wait fuck this that girl was thrown off a bridge like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second that she was your died. fault fuck this. <laughs> and so we find out that uh in the aftermath alongside the information that jiro was the hands while the original mr unknown was the brains of the operation that uh selena might not be in japan for completely altruistic reasons because there's some uh there's some cool stuff to steal basically yeah and batman gives the background of mr on lord Deathman just as we get to see him rise from the grave hell yeah i love the moment where he's like no graves deep enough to hold mighty lord Deathman, didn't they say put that on a t-shirt it's all souvenirs in the end <laughs> I really hope. I really hope whoever plays Lord Deathman is actually just doing that voice that you're doing. It's just a 1930s like a radio announcer. That's my all... Madam Death will be here soon. 
Playtime you know for the Reaper! Jim, <laughs> Jim, just just let me voice Lord Deathman, okay? Jim, was, just let me voice Lord Deathman. It was either that, or you made me think of John Mulaney as just Lord Deathman. Just the <laughs> men of death will be here soon. Playtime for the Reaper! Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good voice for like yeah. a Japanese supervillain to be doing an American like yeah. an American yeah. voice. That's a yeah. good fucking call. Right. It's for it to be John Mulaney. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Though again, Jim. Jim. Jimmy Jimmy Jameson gun. Jim. Just let me voice Lord Deathman. <laughs> Hashtag Eric for Lord Deathman. <laughs> we have so many hashtags rolling around. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag so, Eric is, and then you fill it in. That's what it all is. <laughs> there we go. Um, so Lord Deathman and his posse roll out, blowing up half of the hospital as they leave. Great. Um, oh, very Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger of him to do that. It's really great. I love his his Tokyo Drift car, too. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yes. I read somewhere that violent antisocial crimes almost unheard of in Japan. How's about we take them to school? Lord Deathman! I am the headmaster! That car rules. Yeah. The fact that he yells out, Lord Deathman! Yeah. <laughs> 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 As teriyaki voices fucking blare in front of the car. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> God. Like for God, sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have awesome. to fucking rewatch Tokyo Drift for the hundredth time. <laughs> but the guy who plays DK would be a good Lord Deathman. It's straight up. He would be a fucking good Lord Deathman. No, you know what? I disagree. He doesn't have that like theatricality in him. Ah, that's true. Well, you know who does? Well, Bow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Twinkie becomes Lord Deathman? <laughs> it's the perfect crime. Oh the perfect God. crime. It's the perfect crime. You're right. Shit. So, <laughs> so God. Um, so we, we see that there is a, uh, as they escape, we see a, I guess, <gasps> a um, uh, unveiling or a ribbon cutting for this big old uh, aquarium at the uh, yeah at the local aquarium where we get to see a member of our favorite team. Yes, yeah. Aquazon from from the Super Young Team. The Super Young like. Team. Uh, the only thing that this is missing is everyone from the Super Young team. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we we need more of all of them. Most excellent Superbat should be here. Most like... excellent Superbat should be, <laughs> should though, be I, here. Though I'm wondering, since we found out that the entire Super Young team is, in fact, just the Tomorrow people, that maybe Aquazon was the only normal one, and that's why she's the only one that shows oh, up. Oh shit, that's really funny. Actually, like they, they that's all kind like of really good. elevated <laughs> into a higher plane, but she was the only one that was an actual oh, human. Fuck, that's yeah. really funny. And she's so like, she... "What the hell? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I found you guys on Craigslist. What the hell? <laughs> you sent me a LinkedIn invite." Yeah, they're like oh, the ultimate shit. defenders until you realize they're like, oh, wait, no, shit, they're actually, like, real? Yeah. <laughs> they're like gods? Oh. 
Oh, oh okay. That sucks. I, and I so now she has to take on all of their PR appointments. <laughs> She's like, yeah, the best team that I'm definitely part of. They're, they're all off doing something else. They're doing something uh, most excellent. Wink. Most excellent. Most excellent. I would also read that comic. I would also read that comic. <laughs> no, and that would be honestly, you could while I would totally watch that on its own, you could fold that into the Mr. Unknown story. Oh, yeah. Where the first episode is also her being abandoned by the super young team as they elevate oh, yeah. to a higher plane of existence. For sure. Yeah, she's and the so big she's, look, sure. she's looking for purpose. And then episode like four of six, the two of them finally run into each other and the A and B yeah. plots converge and they're a team Hell for yeah. the last two episodes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So... We see uh, Jiro finally don the identity of Mr. Unknown. Holy shit, what a great costume. What a fucking great... Genuinely? Like, genuinely, fashion icon of the week. Fashion icon of the week. <laughs> it's the best costume. 100%. It's so good. It's so good. 100%. I fucking love this costume. I would cosplay The hat this. and everything? Like, I you cosplay should cosplay this. This, this is sick, dude. <laughs> And so, <laughs> do it, do it. We see in this random fucking place, these people are just sitting down to have dinner and fucking Lord Deathman drives his car through their apartment. Death loves you. Death loves you. <laughs> With a Tommy gun, blasting the Tommy gun. <laughs> yes. Shouting to genuinely no <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm gonna say this right now. I would 1000% back this movie if they did this Batman movie with Vin Diesel and like the Fast and the Furious people just Fuck. taking over this movie. Because I, Vin I Diesel actually would be okay. Lord Deathman? Yeah, there you go. That's uh, really I don't Death, know. Death I, I, as, in terms of villains, Death I think in from, from Fast and the Furious, I think like uh, Idris, uh, Idris Albra um, would be really good. It, Oh, you I mean, Black Death Superman. Man. From Black Superman to Lord Deathman. Hell yeah, yeah let's go. <laughs> Death loves you. Wait, 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 wait. Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm. Jacob knows the villains of Fast and Furious. I know. I, That's interesting. I, You're I right. I know. I only know like the like Idris Elba. Wait, and but that the, was this. But that was a spinoff. Wasn't but that no, the but no, yeah, that counts. Yeah, and Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, which oh, is interesting because Idris Elba hadn't popped up in oh any of the previous God. movies. While the two main leads, Hobbs and Shaw, films, I swear to have God, actually appeared in separate point. films. So now, Hobbs actually first pops up in Fast Five. So it's amazing that Batman just flies right out of the car. <laughs> On top, when when the Lord Deathman comes right out of the other wait, side of the building. Wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I'm connecting dots here. Eric, you know how in Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, yes. they never actually really explicitly say who Brixton is working for? What Holy if it's Lord fuck. Deathman? Holy what if it's fuck. Lord Deathman? It was Lord Deathman the whole time. I'm so into it. That, I'm so that's into kind that. of awesome. That's kind of awesome. I am so into that fucking idea. You have no... no. That's so kind of connected. awesome. It's all You're connected. Welcome. You're welcome that it's all connected now. I'm ready for the Black Label Fast Fuck. and Furious series. Fuck. I'm ready for it. Fuck. 
because at, because Brixen. as we Brixen know, cool. as we know, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, Fast and Furious is part of this film. They're part of that universe. <laughs> that, that is that is true. I was gonna say they that do name drop that, correct? Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. Also, does not deserve the hate it's getting. No, Fury of the Gods. Yeah, it was actually good. It's a fine movie. Not as good as the first uh, one. But it's a fine movie. Okay. Show up for Mary Marvel. That's what I'm. Listen, 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 listen. She be has Wonder Woman. She <laughs> has the arc of that film. It, that that's who I want to see. And the it's movie frustrating for. because she but deserves also, her own film. If if you if you need to recast Wonder Woman, that's who you get. May, I would rather her just be Mary Marvel. Yeah, but they'll never stick with Mary just Marvel. That's the thing. I don't know that. I do. <laughs> so, I do. So, uh... <laughs> anyway, Lord Deathman rules. <laughs> Lord Deathman is driving his car through the ago. air, just shouting, die, 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 firing at literally no one until the car gets near to where the aquarium is happening and then fucking Mr. Unknown swings in and rescues Aquazon. Damn, dude. Damn. The hand on her waist? Bro, they're in love. That, <laughs> that is a man who knows consent. Bro. And so I love to fucking he shows up. Lord also Death like, Man. Also like Mr. Unknown here yeah. saving the girl but leaving the other guy to get fucking squashed by a the king. car. <laughs> a king. Is a, king. a little, a little sus right there. No, I'm, he's still Heroic. learning. Down, no, no. He's got it right. Down with the patriarchy. We all Our get it. Oh, hell yeah. So our hero fucking Lord Deathman climbs out of the wreckage of this car with his Tommy gun and he's like (laughs) (laughs) I have to read it I found a way to resist death itself but you'll never know my secrets Lord Deathman you think I value life I wear the green beneath the skin the future secret of the spot Mr. Unknown is dead! He died in his own mess, begging for his worthless, fleeting life! And then we get the fucking moment. We get the moment. Aquazon shouts, The gun! And fucking Jiro says, Guns are for cowards. Not Mr. Unknown! And he fucking throws out darts as he tries to block the gunfire with his cape, Batman style. It's so good. One of the darts goes through, like into the into fucking the eye, socket. eye socket, eye socket yeah. of Deathman's mask, which yeah. is awesome. Like, so <laughs> Deathman conquers life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I love Eric. I need this. I need this voice. I love the idea I of Lord Deathman just, just screaming everything. Screaming, Deathman! Deathman! You'll never know my secret. <laughs> he is always at eleven, and it's so good. Like, on a scale of one to five, like, he's he's always always at 11. I like I like the idea of his laugh like being the most pathetic thing. Like it's not even like a Joker laugh. It's just. <laughs> oh wait a second, guys! It was right in front of our face. Charlie Day is Lord Deathman. <laughs> Pepe Sylvia does not know the secret of Lord Deathman. 
He doesn't know. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> no, I would uh, with that voice. I would rather him be Lord Deathman's right hand man. Oh shit! That would be awesome. Be the right. Imagine those two voices having a conversation. <laughs> Lord Deathman. He's, he's the I one. Who, he looks at Charlie Day and he goes, "You filthy pockmarked junkie stereotype." <laughs> how about how about Glenn Howerton as Lord Deathman and Charlie Day as his whole Lord Deathman's whole criminal like cabal is, his whole council is, is, is just sunny, the yeah. always sunny crew his enforcers it'd be even better if it was just it was just danny devito and then all the other characters are just the rest of the rest of the cast and it's Lord just, man. Lord, Lord man. so anyway i started dying <laughs> you'll never know my secret <laughs> He's gonna yeah. have a little gremlin laugh. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so, so Jim, Jim, just I, I know you're probably <laughs> writing this all down. Um, if I'm too expensive, if I'm too expensive, I'm too expensive. for Lord Death, <laughs> you can go get Always Sunny Crew. You have my go get the crew, yeah, or all of it. Air for Lord Death, man, and then everybody else for the crew. Let's so, do it. I do love, and one of the things I do love about Lord Deathman is that it gives Batman the excuse and the permission to be as brutal as possible. I love that he just expressly says that too. He's like, you won't stay dead. So for you, a fate worse than death. And he drops him off a building. (laughs) Looking ultimate sinister is him. (laughs) Stairs. He drops him off a building. (laughs) Catwoman fucking runs him over with an armored car. <laughs> As Batman's just, hmm. <laughs> they pick him up, his him. broken, shattered body, stuff him into a safe, and just leave him there. That's so awesome that they stuff him into a safe. safe. Yeah, so That's he can't escape. Fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but then we get the tragic death of Mister Unknown. Yeah, he died protecting Aquazon, yeah. or did he? Uh, we get the conclusion of the of the story where, and I fucking love he has Jiro take the oath. It's it's the candle at oath. Yeah. My favorite thing in the Batman mythos, and yeah. that's what he makes everyone in Batman Incorporated do. It's so cool that he makes. I, and that's do that. awesome. I love it. It's so that's cool. awesome. And so we see he's Selena, now a Batman. <laughs> yep, Selena and Bruce going off, and. Uh, Bruce makes the toast. Mr. Unknown is dead. Long live Batman Japan. And we see Jiro in a brand spanking new costume. Uh, also, off. one of the best Batman costumes. That looks great. Yeah. I mean, pretty much just because it's the Batman Incorporated costume. <laughs> without without the codpiece and the armoring. Without the codpiece and the armoring, you're you're correct. But I and, and short ears. Short ears, the best. The best ears. As he short fights ears. this masked gorilla man. I need this fucking series. That's the problem. That I want this. This is so. Now you guys are gonna see reading this this volume this week. Why I'm frustrated with the current Batman Incorporated because it'll never be this. (laughs) It'll never be camp like this. Like this literally ended with Batman of Japan fighting a super gorilla. 
<laughs> Put that in a movie. Most so excellent. excellent. Super I gorilla. challenge you, Hollywood. <laughs> so the super gorilla has a little domino mask. Like, <laughs> this is awful. He's got to protect his identity. Of course he does. <laughs> Do you know how many? Oh do you know how many? Do you know how many gorillas are just roaming around, and how they could just spot them? And it's it's so he doesn't want someone recognizing. The... He doesn't want someone recognizing him at the zoo. Exactly. <laughs> Going. Wait He's a minute. Literally wearing like skinny jeans and a shirt and a cape. So why does he have a fucking domino mask? <laughs> he has loved ones he wants to protect. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Malcolm, with great power comes Dude. great responsibility. And Everyone's super gonna look gorilla. at that guy and be like, "Wait a second, that's Greg. What the shit?" Like, <laughs> that's Greg the gorilla. That's gorilla Greg. That's gorilla Greg. But if he has the mask on, no one will know it's no Greg. No one will know. <laughs> and super gorilla is voiced by Vin Diesel. There you go. And he's just going, "I am Groot," over and over again. I gotta protect my family. My family of gorillas. <laughs> He's in exile from Gorilla City. No, I'm not giving them free pitches. <laughs> you want to come to? You want season two of Batman in Japan or slash Mister Unknown? You come to me, Jim. You come to me. I just, I just want to know the story behind this gorilla. Me too. You won't know the story behind this gorilla because he's wearing a mask. <laughs> That's the whole point, Malcolm. <laughs> Mysterious. Who was that masked man? <laughs> Who was that masked gorilla? <laughs> okay, we spent almost 40 minutes on the first two chapters. We're yeah. going to have to blaze well, through I, the rest of this. I, okay. I didn't mean, I didn't mean, uh, I was going to point that out. <laughs> it, like, you know what? It fucking happens. And I'm okay. This book with is that. so good. <laughs> yeah, like this was some random shit already getting yourself into the book. Like, just oh, imagine the rest fuck. of this this volume, basically, listeners. Like from just what's going on. Yeah, just imagine it. We're gonna go ahead and just roll wrap it up here. Uh thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm uh, so sorry. Who knows where else everything goes anyway? Oh, <laughs> I'm sure everything works out. Thanks for listening. <laughs> And we will see you next time. <laughs> Wait, haven't we done this before? Wait a second. The spiral. So chapter three. Uh, Sorry, I was doing your theme song. Anyway. <laughs> when was that the theme song? <laughs> The music that you play before every podcast that we do. Yeah, but he he made it sound much more psychedelic. That it's like because it gets because 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 yeah. right when it gets to that part is when you come in. Oh, I welcome to the Explain <laughs> Podcast. That's what I hear every time I start an episode. <laughs> you made it sound so much funkier than it was because so... normally like. Yeah, but you're like, because that's all I hear in terms of what every is this episode. episode. What uh, is this episode? <laughs> did we like? We all took drugs, uh, listeners. That's what happened. We we're all completely. We, we, we are. We are high on vitamin Gmo. Oh, oh, holy oh, shit! Yeah. Put that on a shirt. That's it. That's the one. <laughs>
that's it. So we get a we start this next chapter with a flashback to a time of war, where the uh, Victory V's, Ooh, <laughs> a British team, uh, have shown up to this island, and they all get fucking demolished. <laughs> they are all killed, and we find out is this this is the knight. This is uh-huh. the classic knight, uh-huh. knight and squire. He watched uh-huh. his entire team get slaughtered by Dr. Daedalus. And we yeah. see he's the only one that survives. And in his hand is this scrap of paper. The symbol of Spiral. Eric, did you know about this? Did you know that this is where this comes from? I did uh, not. You, I, was, I, I, was, I had a feeling fucking, you had no idea that this is where Spiral came from. I fucking... Okay, listen. I fucking love Grayson, okay? Yeah. I fucking love Grayson. Yeah. I had no fucking clue that Spiral was a GMO yeah. invention. Oh. Uh-huh. And that makes Grayson a hundred times better. A hundred times better. That's the thing. It makes all the weird shit about Grayson make way more sense. And I already fucking love that series. I'm going to reread Grayson. <laughs> After we're done with this, I'm going to reread Grayson because I haven't reread it in a bit. I'm like, fuck, I forgot how good all the Spiral stuff is. So, Spiral's so not, cool, bro. So not knowing that, I, I thought the symbol was just a symbol, a new symbol of like VFD from a series of fortunate events because uh, <laughs> it's the same eye <laughs> symbol in a, in a sense that I was just like, uh, okay. Oh. Fucking Neil Patrick Harris is gonna pop out. Exactly. I I prefer I prefer Jim Carrey, but that's just me. Anyway. Hey, you know I get it. You know what I mean. First, uh, and so we cut to today, where we are introduced to Papagayo. Hell yeah! Oh who yeah! I fucking love, who is seems to be the arch enemy of. El Gaucho. El Gaucho. The fucking secret rock star of this volume. The secret rock Seriously. star. I fucking Because you get a lot this. of depth to El Gaucho in this yes, volume. Yeah. You do. <laughs> you find out he's pretty interesting. <laughs> so he fights off uh he fights off El Papagayo, and then we are introduced to the first domino in this merry little uh, web of lies. Oroboro. Is the mm-hmm. name of Papagayo's boss. We are then introduced to the civilian identity of El Gaucho, who is basically Don Diego de la Vega. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. Baby. I fucking he's just Zorro. He's just yeah. Zorro. I yes, love Zorro. Yes, and I love how yeah. his entire backstory is in Spanish. Yes, I love so it. Yes, it is. Cool. <laughs> it's so Argos, extravagante, irresponsible, enigmatical, like fucking rules. It's so good. <laughs> and he is, of course, the Argentinian Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, he's I a fucking, fucking cad. <laughs> and, uh, he is deeply in the weeds with a number of women, including this one woman named Tristessa. Who Just Bruce Wayne has a already a real problem? A real problem. Who has already charmed uh, Bruce Wayne, and the two of them engage in the tango from Mask of Zorro, which yep. is all I could hear yes. during this yes. scene. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, this is Catherine Zeta Jones for sure. I fucking. I have to rewatch Mask of Zorro again for the hundredth time. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I was, um, yeah, I yeah, was playing the soundtrack hot. when I was reading this. Yeah. Same! Because <laughs> it's like, hot. It's just, it's, it's super yeah. hot. It's super God, hot. I fucking, ugh. So they dance the tango of death. But it's, uh, it's a nice little mystery on how Bruce knows the tango of death. We'll get into that mm. in a second. Um, I also love Gaucho's Batcave. Yeah, I love Gaucho's Batcave. It's this cool. Is, yeah, He's got an old favorite. school version of the Gaucho suit in the back. Yeah, I thought oh, it's so this this cool. this staircase. The I love the the what is it the 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 banner or whatever. Yes, it is. yeah, it's it's so cool. He's got the motorcycle which rips. It's so fucking good. He's got a picture of the Club of Heroes, yes. which I think is really nice mm-hmm. on the desk. I yep. think that's really nice. Like, really fucking cool. <laughs> And I also love that he and Batman do not like each other. Yeah. Yeah. I like that go- going in, they don't like each other. And then yeah. this gives them more reason not to. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's cool. I think that's really cool. So they follow the Ouroboro clue to this club where they find out that Gaucho's true arch nemesis is still alive. Which kills fastest, the bitter kiss of the scorpion or the poison sting of betrayal? As El Sombrero is revealed to be alive and teaming with Tristessa, who is Scorpiana. Scorpiana. Yeah, Scorpiana. Continuing to be in the long line of scorpion-themed women that are a problem. Big problem. (laughs) (laughs) Big problem. Eric, as a Power Rangers person, I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, Oh, yeah. You know it. Oh, I know what you mean. Big problem. Yeah. Uh, By the way, did anyone hear uh, Stephen Hawking's voice when uh, Elson Bro showed up right here? Because that immediately popped in my head. Is that there's no way that the text Gentleman, is the clock is ticking, Batman and the Gaucho who lives, who dies. I mean, that's a good call. I didn't realize that it actually is like kind of robotic. It, it, is, ro- yeah. it is robotic. Oh shit! I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, because I know. Oh. Like this is this is after the Joker fucked him up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of R.I.P. Yeah. So like. Yeah, I didn't think about it, but yeah, it, it has yeah. to be. Good pull. Good pull. Yeah. Good pull. Jacob with the good just, pulls this episode. Jacob so, crushing it. <laughs> there is there is a lot of underlining in this entire volume that that's, that really I mean that's Gmo's thing. Yeah. Like, Gmo's thing. Like, they know what they're the, doing. There is like tons of like little oh, that's very familiar. And like so and so and so. Like that 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 is that's what I love about this volume. It's yeah. like I had to make There's a list. So much. I had to make a list for all of this. So the next uh, chapter gives us a return of a fan favorite artist, Chris Burnham, as we get the backstory of El Gaucho and the fact that he was in love with Kathy Kane, the original Batwoman. Oh, yeah. The Kane affair, baby. And El Gaucho was Agent 33. Now, we all know and love Agent 37. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, I fucking... God, I love I would it. kill for that book, too. I would yeah. kill for that book, too. That's another six-episode HBO Max oh, series. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. That's the thing. The you get affair. a lot of mileage 
out of Batman, Batman Incorporated. Incorporated. You yeah. do. Yeah. You do. Just have Batman Incorporated be an anthology series, kind of similar to like fucking American Horror Story. Every season takes place at a different point in time with a different lead. Yeah. That'd and be Batman great. Incorporated is the show. That'd be great. Jim, it's so easy. So anyway, Kathy Kane rules. Kathy Kane, <laughs> who is also former former oh huge problem. Uh, she, she walks out. She walks out of the funeral of her husband into a circus and starts riding a motorcycle. Yeah, immediately rips her dress so she can like move can walk, and yeah. puts on the motorcycle and then just rides the motorcycle. Sick. So she was together Sick. with her husband for seven years, four of them married. He died, and Nathan Kane had a lot of money. Mm -hmm. He was old, old money. And yes. Kathy, now a widow with not a whole lot of direction, is inspired by the appearance of Batman and Robin. And she decides to become the Batwoman. So we see back in present day that, like most of his traps, Sombrero has... Um, whipped up a scorcher this time around he's kidnapped three blind homeless children and is about to drown them the only thing that stops the water from going is if batman and gaucho fight to the death with As electric like knuckle dusters they're, they're, <laughs> they're the electrocutioner's gauntlets from uh, batman arkham origins <laughs> I was gonna say they're they're leftover from uh from Dick. Uh, so yeah, he just left them somewhere. <laughs> and so as this is going on, the B plot of this is another Batwoman, not Kathy Kane, but Kate Kane, the modern day Batwoman who is unearthing more information, not just about Kathy, but about Spiral itself. And I love the callbacks to the Silver Age, giving us Kathy's backstory, her first appearance, giving us Chris Burnham illustrated reduxes and remixes of her original stories. Oh, man, it's so good. I mean, down to a moment that we've seen before with... Uh... With Robin, moments. a couple moments, but Robin being really frustrated by it and being like, "Is this does the end of Batman and Robin? Like, if she moves in, like, is that it? Like, yeah. what's the point?" <laughs> I also love the uh, the homage to the original Batwoman cover, where she's riding away on the motorcycle. Oh, He's like, "Wait, yeah. you can't yeah. just nobody can wear a Batman costume in Gotham, but me." But me. And she goes yeah. ridiculous. No man, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's so awesome. And so they fall in love. I. I love that at this point, fucking Batman was just a shagger. Fucking Batman cheese just... in it is so good. Like, yeah. Fucking Robin is just like, I'm going to fucking go on patrol. And he goes up to the Batmobile and fucking Kathy and Bruce are just getting it on. And they're like, oh, yeah. hey. Guess what, Robin? Robin? <laughs> We're going to be a Bat family. <laughs> You're gonna have you're gonna be uh you're gonna have a bat brother and like this is like pre pre Dick Slut era where he's just like this Batgirl keeps trying to fucking kiss me and I don't want that. <laughs> like, get out of here. I just wanna go fight crimes with my best friend. I hate I hate girls, God, they ruin girls everything. Cooties. They're the worst. They, they ruin everything yeah. for the guy. We should, yeah, we should have a no girls allowed. <laughs> and so we see 
the unfortunate conclusion of the Batwoman era, where which we've seen already, also we have seen mm-hmm. where they took psychedelic drugs, their minds were separated from their bodies, and she seemingly died. It's that gutting line. The uh, I, I don't care. I don't know what they gave us. I don't know who it is. Uh, it's like I, I it's, it's fine like, dying. I just wish that I knew that you felt the same way or whatever. Like, yeah. like, it's like dying would be upsetting. so bad if I knew you loved me too. If I knew you loved me too. Ugh. Fucking upsetting. Like it hurts to see that again. Like, why do you keep doing this, GMO? Like... But we do see that there's an interesting wrinkle because it looks like here they do survive that. And post that, they have this breakup where she teaches him the tango del muerte, the dance of death. Yes. And then retires. Yes. Leaving not just the crime-fighting life behind, but also Batman. And I love the composition of that panel where she's taking all of the color with her. Yeah. She's robbing him of his world. Yeah. Fucking amazing. That's that's a beautiful, like, bit. It's so good. amazing. And then immediately contrasting with the next panel of Alfred working on the Batmobile and like Dick just very prominently in the panel and just Alfred being like, this is a first, like they, he usually leaves them. (laughs) And so we see Kate following the, the trail as Batman and Gaucho continue to slug it out as it's revealed that Gaucho was part of spiral was intimately, uh, involved with Kathy and may have led to her death. As we hear, the flies are in the web! The monster squats in its maze of death! What horror lurks in the labyrinth of Dr. Daedalus? Uh, Batman is able to shorten out the life monitor that was attached to Gaucho and the two of them are able to outwit Sombrero and defeat him. Meanwhile, we get the backstory for one Otto Nets, Dr. Daedalus, who uh, may be the greatest criminal mastermind in history. Yep. And was responsible for the death of the Knights' original team. Uh, Yannick Paquette comes back to the art for this one as we are introduced to The Hood, who is a other... Uh, British vigilante, though this one is specifically sanctioned by the government. Mm-hmm. He's basically He's James, James Bond. Bond. He's James yeah. Bond. Aww, He's babe. So we mm-hmm. see uh, Batwoman team up with the Hood, though we get the uh, reveal later on that the Hood might just be a double agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scorpiana shows up. Uh, Batwoman's able to defeat Scorpiana. Great fight, really nice choreography. I love Batman swooping in, like the way that you know the scorpions are coming towards them. They're bombs. Yes. The yeah. hood and Batwoman know it, <clears throat> and then the bat plane just appears. Just and as they're no looking way. at the bat plane appearing, that's when Batman swoops in and dive bombs them. He's already behind them. Like he's already behind. Them. So cool. But like the greatest thing is the dialogue, which is when the plane arrives, they're like, "Oh my god!" Completely silent. Like a giant bloody, and then Batman like appeared drops, and like pulled yeah. him. Boom, drops him. Yeah. And even even the even the, Jacob the, Jacob even Kane the, is just like out of nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacob Kane also looking very Randy Orton, if I do say so myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's all about out of nowhere. Oh nowhere. Um, so they uh, 
again, Batwoman's able to defeat uh, Scorpiana. They find themselves on the island of Dr. Daedalus, where they encounter the um, the doctor who's, like, taking care of him. I still don't really understand his deal. Um, it kind of seems like he takes a cyanide pill, but also, like, he's sick. He's coughing up blood. I don't know. They're, they're part of the organization and they're I part think, of they're part of Leviathan. And they, yeah, yeah. And they're just they're just there to help him because he's an old man or whatever. Yeah. And like But yeah. then we find out that the old man is not Dr. Daedalus. Mm-hmm. He was the former warden of this prison. He yeah. was captured and um forced to basically be his body. And this is when we find out that all of the recordings from uh or all of the dialogue from Autonets is actually recordings. It's really fucking cool. It's so cool. It's like as if Armin Zola was a criminal mastermind yeah. and just did all this. Yeah. Like that is yeah. that is so cool to me. Um, Again, just, very Christoph Waltz. Yes, yeah, straight up. Like, oh. that's just, he's the author of all your pain. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Batman is in his Brubaker cap era. Batman Ooh, is in his Brubaker. Yes. This is very Brubaker cap. Yeah, yeah. Like this is very third story arc of Brubaker cap, where they're doing like the weird spy-fi stuff real quick <laughs> has has ed brubaker ever written a batman book i'm sure yes 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 he, he, he had a very so... long run on batman stuff yeah. he also he did, did gotham central, gotham central. yeah oh, okay that's right that's what i was trying to remember he did like, gotham central, but he also did like actual i think he was batman. on batman while rucko was on detective i think that was the very fucking yeah. Time. oh yeah it's like early so 2000 bad. stuff uh, was definitely okay. worth picking up I think you can pick up all of Brubaker's stuff in like two trade paperbacks. I think they put it all in like two big trade paperbacks. Nice. Um, yeah. Was that before? Was that before or after he joined? He started writing Captain America. It was before. It was before. before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I knew. I completely forgot about Gotham Central, but I wasn't sure if he like did any actual other Batman, like like actual Batman. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. 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 So we. We see that uh, Otto Nets has been rescued from his island prison by Leviathan, and they are now teaming up to take down Batman Incorporated. We cut over to Africa, where we are yes! introduced Woo! to Batwing! Woo! <laughs> really fucking cool. We see that Leviathan has already had its claws in that region, and they are an unstoppable occupying force right now. And so Batman rescues Batwing from their clutches and welcomes him into the fold. Hell yeah, hell yeah, so hell cool. yeah, hell yeah, hell so yeah. Cool, man. Uh, next issue brings us back to uh, Chris Burnham on art. And we are introduced. This is one of my favorite issues of all time. To Nero Nikto, the Night Eye. Who I fucking, I, I love the concept yeah. of the Night Eye. The night eye really fucking cool yeah like he, it's like he's like i'm cold and he's like it's 86 out and he's like Ugh. yeah <laughs> though we are also introduced to the very specifically legally distinct non-wrecking crew this isn't yep. the wrecking crew these are <laughs> these is joe, joe average, average joe. and the average joes <laughs> yeah i fucking love it so much i love it best this is the best thing the best. This yeah, is genuinely one of the all-time like best single issues I've ever read. I think this single issue is so fucking good. And we see in this issue Bruce Wayne's Ooh. Batman Incorporated is getting an upgrade. 
They got bat bots now. They got bat bots, baby. That resemble the bat bots from Kingdom Come, which I love. Yes, they yeah. do. I love that they resemble them, and it's very that was, interesting. That was another. To me. That was another thing, like them introducing the this the the bat bots is like, oh wait, isn't this like setting up for Kingdom Come in Mark Wade's thing? Because like maybe it feels like it's the future for. That. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Also, that I really don't like. I don't like this look on Bruce Wayne. It makes it look like he's hush, is what it does. Uh, uh, the, like, the squariness think, of him. Oh, I, I love Super Chad Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do kind of enjoy. Th this is Arkham Bruce it. Wayne. This is yeah. What this Arkham is Arkham Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. was definitely based off of. Yeah. Um, also, I forgot to mention during the last issue, uh, Batwoman meets Batman for the first time, and is like, "You're not the Batman I met before." Which I love. <laughs> yeah. Her and, and he says some like original flavors. Yeah. Like, that. like, that's like the original. Cool. Her Batman is Dick, which I love. Yeah. It's yeah. it's very Doctor Who. It's like you're it's not my. It's very Doctor it, Who. It's when an yeah. old companion meets a new, the new Doctor. Uh -huh. like, you're not my Doctor. Sarah Jane meeting you're saying, like I was David Tennant. Saying she's in Sarah Jane. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, you changed your face again, and it's like, oh, Sarah Which Jane. Which I fucking love. Yeah, I love the oh. concept, and that is something that I love about the concept of Batman Incorporated, is that we get moments like that. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just, like we talked about last week. It's a really strong concept. It is. It's really interesting. I wish they went a little bit more into the problematic aspect of it, but it's a really cool idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And speaking of uh, Dick Bats, we get our boys. Yeah. Hell yeah. I the love how Burnham draws the difference between Bruce and Dick as Batman. Dick like you can sure, absolutely tell slimmer, that they're different people. He smiles. He's got yes. the blue cape yeah. as opposed to Bruce's black I was going to say, cape. he has the Neil Adams blue cape! Fucking yeah. so good! Yeah. I mean, at this point, he has the trunks and Bruce doesn't. Like, Bruce has yep. the codpiece. Like, it's it's very different Batman, which I think is really cool. Super uh, cool. Also, we get Gordon. <laughs> Fucking love Gordon. He's got a little Batman pin. He's got the little yeah. bat pin on his little pal. He's so happy to be a part of the team. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love Gordon, man. It's so, so good. good. And still the classic, my like the classic thing is like, thanks, all of you. You know, it's good to know. And then they're gone. And he's just like, God, he's teaching them to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> and next. speaking of being on the team. Next. Oh, baby. Oh, okay. Baby. The concept of Red Robin and the outsiders. And the outsiders. That's the book I fucking wanted all my goddamn life. Where because is the that outsiders book? Are my favorite Where? DC team. Where Holy was that shit. fucking book? Where was that book? <laughs> Where is that? It could still happen, can't it? Can't that still be a thing? Absolutely could. Like, because I think like after uh, after Fitzmartin is done with her run of Tim Drake, I think the next evolution is just to make him Red Robin and be the uh, the the leader of the outsiders. Like seriously, like why is it absolutely happen? Why wasn't this a thing? Dick Grayson as Nightwing is the lead of the Teen Titans. Tim Drake as Red Robin as the leader of the Outsiders. Come on. Like, why, why is And they're is doing that... all spy shit. Yes, exactly. Why not? Why Come on. Wasn't this <laughs> it can like, be. We got to keep the hope alive. Especially because this was when Didio was doing Outsiders book and it wasn't good. <laughs> oh. It's there's still hope there's still hope i was robbed hey. <laughs> we're all wrong hey dc as we're recording this just announced two female-led books anything is possible right now with dc comics okay wait another two Power or or Power okay Girl? yeah yeah and, and then fire and, fire and ice, ice. Baby. 
Oh, Hell nice. Yeah. Okay. Fire so anything is possible, baby. Anything uh, is possible. Also, hey, congratulations, Leah Williams, on the Power Girl. Hell uh, yeah. Book, because Maybe. I've really been liking those backups in action comics. Uh, I just so wish that uh, Marguerite Savage was still on the book, but I. Me too. But I'm. I think it's Eduardo Ponsica is doing yeah. the art for the yeah. book, which I, I think so. am not mad about at all. Yeah, not mad. Nice. So we see that Red Robin's getting his own team, which I fucking love. Um, and Batman has assembled. Bruce has assembled everyone to let them know what the threat is. Its name is Leviathan, mm-hmm. and we are going to war. Also, I love the bad ears on Oracle. Hell yes! Yeah. Hell yeah. yes! We uh, also yeah. see that Bruce's pastime when he is not in the bat suit is being a fucking troll on Reddit. I love the idea of yes. Bruce being online and being just like feeding fuel and feeding doubt about Bruce Wayne being Batman. I it's, I also that's it's genius. A perfect modernization of him. That is a perfect idea. You know, it to his advantage. It, yeah. It, yeah, it's also like it's kind of troubling because like this is still an issue to this day. Like this is uh, yes. how this theorist, the, this conspiracy theorists, and like uh, yep. this misinformation and all this other stuff is a very very prominent thing in our society. Yeah, guys, like, this book is 11 up. years old. Yeah. And it's just very still an issue. Relevant. Yeah. It's really <laughs> going to come out Bruce next has week. at least 12 <laughs> Twitter burner accounts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. With the blue oh, check mark. With the fucking blue, blue check mark. <laughs> Half of them with at least 4K followers. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this issue also introduces us to the Dark Athlete. My fucking boy, the Night Runner, Runner. baby. The Hell coolest yeah. fucking design. The coolest mm-hmm. design, and one of the coolest just ideas is just like, oh yeah, he's master of parkour. Yeah, and, that's and great. he will fucking chase you down until he catches he, you. Yeah, it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> shit, like, it's that just would be Tom great. Cruise. It's oh, French fuck. Tom Cruise. Holy like, fuck! Shit. And yeah, so that's all he see... is, and that's cool. <laughs> We see Night Runner and Batman stopping some child traffickers. However, the children are drinking the Kool-Aid and they have slaughtered their captors while shouting Leviathan. Those kids are creepy as shit. Creepy as yeah. fuck. I'm turning the That's page. Vi- this is like so, this is worse than Village of the Damned. Like seriously, yes. this is awful. Yeah. Uh we also see our girl, Cassandra Kane, doing the fucking most. Uh in a in the new guise of Black Bat. Yeah, which I think is cool. I think it's a cool Dope look. as hell. I love the cape. Love Wait, the yeah. cape, this like is the, the cape? fucking yeah. shadow-looking cape. Yeah, so sick. Very Spawn-like cape, you know, kind of. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. We also see on the next page our boy, my boy, Dark Ranger, getting Doc inducted Ranger. into Batman Incorporated again with the candlelit oath. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outsiders show up to help uh, uh, Batwing to liberate yeah. his village. It's really fun. It's not even the outsiders. This yeah. is uh, this is our good friends uh, from the Russia. Collective. Oh fuck, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. it's Traktir and uh, and Spydra. Yeah. Traktir. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. And yeah. then there's an interesting <laughs> moment which i am very curious about oh, where yeah. batman is putting his hand the on the shoulders of a hidden person saying think of this as your opportunity to salvage your reputation welcome to batman incorporated wingman our identity has to remain a secret 
or a mystery, no matter what. He says, I get it, Bruce. So someone who Batman knows and who knows Bruce as Batman is the new wingman. It's the new wingman. Let man. the fucking speculation begin. It's just very exciting to see Batman work with the Joker again. Like, it's really awesome. Shut the fuck up. Shut I... the fuck up. <laughs> Damn it. If this ends up being another Oberyn Sexton, I'm going to be so mad. Uh, I 1,000% will support all that. I, I would I was gonna say. I would rather prefer it be Alfred. I was just going to say, uh, it's going to be Alfred. Like, come on. Like, it has to be Alfred. Be That's dope interesting. That's interesting. Don't fucking do that. I just think it's an interesting idea. I just think it's interesting. <laughs> I just think it's interesting. Guys, I forgot how good that uh, that old Batwing costume is. Because yeah. David hasn't been Batwing in a very long time, like Correct. in continuity's yeah. sake. Like, I forgot how good that old Batwing costume is. That, it's really cool. So, it's really it, cool. And it man. looks so visually distinctive, like all of the Batman Incorporated ones do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I love that he see... has actual bat wings and not like a cape. You know, yeah. I, I, I bet he yeah, it's actual bat fly. wings. Yeah, it's like, cool. It's actually cool. And so we see that uh, Nikto was in fact Batman. And he was, he was of course Batman. <laughs> I threw a rock at rock him. At him. <laughs> Dude, his best almost got him and takes no, out the average Joes. As all of the pieces of the chessboard are put into place. I, I love when Batman reveals that he was Nero Nikto and he's like, come on, Nero Nikto, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you guys should have stayed in Pennsylvania. We don't have a Batman in Pennsylvania. Not yet. <laughs> Welcome to Gotham. Pow. I love the, the idea of a fucking Batman in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's always night at Pitt in Philadelphia. It would, oh it my would, god. No, it would honestly just be Miss Menti from Abbott Elementary. That's the Batman <laughs> in Pennsylvania. That's like, it. <laughs> she just loves fire trucks and <laughs> Oh my god. But I love seeing this last double page spread. Hell of... yeah all of the members or not even all but a lot of it's, the members of batman incorporated showing that this is a worldwide system now i love batman of japan beating the shit out of clayface Hell and still using those goddamn yes. darts awesome this i love that that's his really fucking good. batarang it is that he just uses darts that's so cool uh, so love, cool the D, &D uh, rogue in me fucking loves that <laughs> The, just for the listeners to understand the the the, the aesthetic of this last double spray yeah. uh, double double page spread is the uh, everything image. it's 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 all one image in in mm -hmm. different it's split up in different like parts in different places so fucking good. But, but it all matches itself really well it's very fair this good. might be an image I would love to see like blown up on a poster on a wall yeah 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 I'm telling you that issue six of Batman Incorporated is one of the all-time great single issues. It's it's fantastic. It really. I think is. that is such yeah. a perfect single issue. A lot of good things. Um, I remember when it came out, and I was because I was like really already into the series. Yeah. And there was a little bit of a time gap between five and six, um, and then six came out, and I was like, oh shit, this is why I love this book. This is <laughs> there's no other comic like this right now. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, which brings me to one of my favorite issues. In the Hell book. yes. This is our Man of Bats issue. Hell yeah. And Hell I yeah. fucking love Man of Bats. 
and I love Raven Manhattan Red. and Raven Red. I love yeah. them, especially after this issue. Because yes. it gives you a really cool backstory on them, and yes. like you get mm-hmm. you get to understand their importance and what they actually do, yep. and how they're very grassroots Batman. You know, like and like that, they don't have the they money. Are public. Like, they're People public. know who they are. Yeah, Man of Bats is Bill on a red. Great Eagle. Yeah, like he they are members of the community. They go to protests. They are arrested at protests. Yeah, they are. It's Bill has to deal with his employer being like you can't be fucking doing this like i love this shit this this issue is i mean it's easy to draw the comparison but it's honestly like a really earnest thing have you guys ever read scalped yes yeah it's it's very much like scalped but with batman and scalped yeah instead like it's it's very because i mean they're just living on a res Mm -hmm. you know like this is just how life it's very day-to-day life with like weird crime shit going on you know, I mean, like them breaking into the woman's house to find that she killed herself. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the kids just like fucking soiled himself on the ground. Like yep, yeah. it's very they, real life earnest servants. crime. Yeah. yeah. You could honestly like this could be an entire season. True detective style. Yeah. yeah. This yeah, would be a true much. detective. Can you imagine for fucking sure. Man of Bats and Raven Red True Detective. Six oh, episodes. So cool. I'd kill for that. That'd be yeah, awesome. Really cool. Shit would rip. Very earnest. It would be it would be feeling very Fargo. In the yeah, sense of just like being in grounded. Rhode Island, it's yeah. just a like, lot of like wide open spaces and grounded. And I love in terms the of idea that. of that too, because like you would have all this ridiculous bullshit happening in every other season of the show, and then you just get this very grounded, this very, very grounded, intimate. One. Yeah. God, that's such a that's fucking still, cool idea. That still at the end ties in with all the Leviathan shit, yes. you know, and like it's still a very distinct superhero story, but all wrapped into this very realistic edge, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, this issue is amazing. I also love Sam Black Elk ba- basically saying, superheroes, you're just two dudes. Yeah. Fucking Shory Yukins him onto Fuck the hood of a car. Yeah. God, Chris Burnham's so good. That punch He's is so fucking gorgeous. And it's so satisfying too, because you just watched him kick a dog twice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Fucking love it. Yep. Sam Black Elk fucking sucks. Yep. And so we also find out that Raven Red's real name is Charlie. Um, and I just I love that this gives us such a introspective look at these characters. We get to see their Bat Cave, which is my favorite out of all the ones we've seen. Hell yes. Instead I of the giant the... penny, they have a giant wooden nickel. It's a museum, also. They they're yeah. doing tours at their Bat Cave. Because yeah. there's a sign outside that says, like, it's the secret headquarters of Man Manabats and Raven. It's a tourist trap. South Dakota's own dynamic duo. See the incredible Batsmobile, the Hall of Trophies, the Casebook Archive, the Crime Lab, the Ghost Shirt. Entrance fee, $15. I thought to go to Red Cloud Indian School. Like, so And cool. as someone who is, was born in South Dakota, this is the coolest fucking idea. This is uh, fucking awesome. Like, like this is like the idea that this could have been like an hour drive from where I was born. Like that's cool. Yes, that's a cool that fucking cool. idea. That's cool. That's a cool idea. I love that the truck has two symbols on it, by the way. One yes. side is the bat symbol and the other side is the red raven symbol. Yeah. So fucking that. cool. That's real cool. They had to also like we see in one one piece of the uh, museum, it's the bulletproof ghost shirt. Hell yeah. Man of Bats basically stood outside of a museum in his Man of Bat suit for three days straight to get them. I to love that. Turn it over to him. 
I love, I love the uh, I love the crime lab, which yes. is just like a, a, a setup table. <laughs> straight up like yeah. a kid's like, oh, like a come over here to mine for gold. Yeah, it's a little chemistry yeah. set with an old ass computer. And yeah. Like, yeah. chemistry set is just all on top of like there. That, that's I, the kid station. I the, just love the sign that says crime lab. And they've got merch. They've got little uh, mana bath. And uh, Raven Red Funko Pops. Yeah, like bobbleheads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I just I love seeing this, and my favorite bit of this whole issue is Batman being like, "This is really cool. Like this could work. Batman on a budget. Yeah, like I, you don't you don't yes. actually need all the money. Like you yeah. could still do a lot it of good. Doesn't have to take. This is really inspiring. It. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And love he smiles. Too. And he smiles. Yeah. He's so charmed by this, but not like in a derogatory way. Like he's really impressed. He's like, it's like, so cool. He's like, this is like, the coolest he, fucking thing. It's like finding somebody else who's into, who's a big fan of the great ghost too, who has a shrine to the, you know, yeah. that's kind of the way he is with this. And so we see that, uh, that the, the little perp is in fact a member of Leviathan. Uh, Man of Bats wasn't crazy for going after him. And he is being led into a trap. And I thought for sure that he was going to bite it, that he was going to bite it. Yeah. Knowing yeah. how these stories go. Yeah. I thought he was going to go out in a blaze of glory and he knows and it too. The beauty yeah. of this issue feeling so grounded and real yeah. is that and that's exactly how those kind of crime stories end. Yeah. And also we have the knowledge of that first arc where it's a torch passing mm -hmm. the old to uh -huh. the new. Exactly. exactly and we've already we've already been well established with raven right at this point yes. like we've seen more of a character he's from ready. him it, it, he's he's ready he doesn't think he's ready like it, it would be very easy to do that yeah and they don't and that's kind of awesome <laughs> and i love that like he's surrounded by leviathan agents he has already yeah. been stabbed he is bleeding heavily and he just goes i'll put the first five of you in full body cast for 18 months even wounded so who wants to take the first shot? Like, metal as fuck. Here's the but thing. He goes Bill, so fucking Bill's hard. a doctor. And Which means he knows exactly how to hurt you. Yeah. He knows exactly how to hurt you, but also with the Hippocratic Oath, that's really interesting. Yeah, I don't think there's enough doctors that are like superheroes. Especially yes. like crime fighter superheroes. Like yeah. Because yeah. there's a very specific like, oh, you are injuring people. Yep. Like that's against the Hippocratic Oath. So that's an but, interesting like dichotomy there. But you yeah. know that as much of a part of the community as he is, he would injure them and then treat them. Yeah. That's why he would that's be why the one he, treating them afterwards. Yeah. That's, that's why, why he is uh the surgeon and this is the operating table. Ah, you motherfucker! Oh. Son of a bitch. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, so, licking Shag's chicken legs, slicing dice. Slicing dice. <laughs> Don't be a Billy. Don't be a Billy. So Manabats is ready to make his last stand when all of a sudden a fucking arrow goes through one of the attacker's hands. And we get the fuck. Some folks a bone made away the flat. Just fucking coming in. Dude. This Batman is so and awesome. Raven Red on horseback. Raven with the fuck. This shit. This again. This shit. Yeah. I would yeah. watch this shit. Fucking Raven Red yeah. with the bow and the shield, just shield. fucking launching himself off of a horse. And the yeah. jacket, like yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's Look, another fucking. I would watch the shit out of you. Look, can cosplay the shit out of that. Look, I want to see 
a fucking Batman Incorporated cosplay meetup of everyone doing different Batman Incorporated members. Hell, yes. That shit needs to happen. Hell, I don't know why it already yes. happens. Hell yes. Eric, do you know how many times I like, ever since we did like the Doctor Who like cosplay together, I've always wanted, and like Gravity Falls, I wanted us to do some other superhero like thing like that. Like all. It's Batman Incorporated. Or Bat- do Batman Incorporated. Has Justice to fucking League. happen. Yeah. Yeah, we should do it. Do Batman Incorporated. Yeah. Hell yeah. And so we get the, uh, we get uh, Man of Bats saving his son from gunfire. uh, And fucking Raven puts up the shield and fucking Sam Black Eagle's like, you think that little wooden shield's going to stop me? And we get the payoff. The The dog biting him in the fucking leg. And then Raven goes full on Sam Wilson and wallops this guy with the fucking shield. Fuck yes. God, it's so cool. It's so cool. MVP. The the, the greatest hero of this entire book is that dog. Straight up. Straight up. Let's be real. It's always always the dog that saves the day. Hell yeah. That's why I love... Resident Evil 4 so much is because when you're fighting that giant, <laughs> you think you're fucked so hard. And then all and of a sudden, dog that comes dog in. that you saved earlier <laughs> saved saves you, and you're like, holy shit, this is the greatest moment I've ever faced against in a game. That's your fucking greatest. portals moment. <laughs> yes. You're on your left. So as we are uh as we are finishing up with the with the fight, Sam fires a bullet into Raven's back as he's trying to stop the bleeding from his father. All of a sudden a bunch of cars roll up. And you think they're fucked. This yep. is it. Like but it's yeah. all the members of the community who wrestle Sam to the ground. And it's fucking, so awesome because everyone respects them. And ev- and Raven says, "Hey, what are you trying to do? Pick on a bunch of kids? Guy trying to? <laughs> <a bunch of laughs> kids you mess with one of us? You mess with all of us? <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna make it. He's gonna make it. He's gonna make it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That might be why this is my because it just. It shows yeah. the impact that heroes have on their community, which is always the yes. fucking no. aspect. Yes. It, it needs to happen more often. Because like yes. Raven even says, he's like, thanks for the assist, Batman. Me and Man of Bats and Man of Bats Incorporated. We got this one covered. Yes! Yeah. Yes! Yeah. So it literally brings a tear to my eye. It's so, so good. good. So we see that Man of Bats did end up surviving, getting a blood transfusion from his son. And bruce and charlie have a very frank conversation which i love because bruce is like leviathan knows where you are they know who you are they're gonna be back i'm gonna send you resources i'm gonna send you batmobiles and charlie goes we don't need that he says we have 80 percent unemployment teenage suicide is four times the national average and life expectancy here is the lowest in the country we have no train no bus no theater no clothing stores no barbers restaurants garages or even a mailman around here we don't need Batmobiles. I mean, if you got him, if you got any, we'll take them. But whatever you give to him, he's going to give back to the people. We can handle this our way, like we always do. And I just fucking love that. Mm-hmm. Like, th- this is an opportunity for groups that you don't see normally popularized in media getting a platform. 
That's is what, what I love about Batman Inc. Yeah. Batman Incorporated has the promise that Spider-Man has always promised. Anyone can wear yes. the mask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fucking... Ugh, I just fucking love it. And, you know, Batman says, you know, welcome to the front line, Raven. And Raven says, I never left it. Don't think I ever will. What I've I face myself. <laughs> but I love that again. It's like Raven and Mana Bats are like, we have our problems and we are going to deal with them here. Yeah. Though I, I would hope, I would like to think that Bruce Wayne would then divert some funds towards their reservation. Yeah. I, w- I, w- I would assume so. Which brings us to my least favorite issue. The worst really issue favorite. in the run. Really? <laughs> I really the... don't like this volume. This really is my like favorite volume. No, it's issue not. Of the... Really? No, no, no it's yeah. not. No it's way. Really is. This I, is the I, worst one. I thought you guys would be all about it because of how Tron and like Batman Beyond. But it's it not Tron. It's it's I kind of like this it. is reboot. It's it, reboot. That's y'all yeah, remember that is, reboot. Yeah. This that is, is exactly reboot. it. It's not yeah. Tron. It's reboot. That's exactly yeah. what it is. I I, I don't like the art. Disrespect to reboot. Yeah. No. I still prefer. Well, I still prefer reboot to Tron a little bit more. Just that's, and that's I why this is your favorite issue. That's CGI. That's yeah. fair. Uh, I the, don't like the art in this. Even the art. Really yeah, I don't I hate, like the art in this. I hate the art, but the art is excusable for me just because of where this all takes place. In, the concept in, is super cool. It's very and I cool. love that we get Oracle getting into the nitty gritty of the crime fighting. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't I, love the art. You I don't love like the matrixness little... of this, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's it animatrix. It's like animatrix. Yeah. And it's very um honestly it gets a little too in the weeds when it comes to some of the dialogue and some of the concepts. Yeah. Like it, it just, it feels very busy. Which mm-hmm. I don't, it's, it's, I don't yeah. love. It feels like a it's lot a for lot. one issue. It, is. it feels it's like a lot, lot for what, like if they had chosen to spread this out across like two or three issues, I feel like it might've hit a little bit better, but with this, them cramming all of this high concept stuff into one issue, it just doesn't work for me yeah but what what worked what worked for you jacob because i i don't want to be negative about it well so like for me in particular was just like how bruce had to figure out how to work two avatars at the same time uh the fact that he was being bruce wayne in one thing and and batman in the other thing i i i just i don't know i literally having to have the dual identity exactly i thought that was kind of cool and different because like every time they're talking to bruce bruce isn't really responding because yeah. he's too busy focusing on being Batman fighting the thing. He has to be uh, like, wait, what were we talking about? Yeah. That is kind of well, cool. It is also kind of cool because Barbara, who is like wheelchair ridden, is able to like stretch her wings a little bit and 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 be a part of the uh, yeah. part of the crew a little bit in this sense, in this Fair cyber cool. sense and stuff like that. I don't know. I I love I I do I I was obsessed with reboot as a kid, and like <laughs> and I was I really liked I dig the Matrix to like the idea of Batman being in the Matrix kind of this way kind of it, it fuels my early '90s obsession with technology computer technology. At the Fair time. enough. Like That's CGI. the thing. This feels very much like a 1999 issue. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, this is this is kind of like the same concept of that Riddler episode of Batman the Animated Series where they like went into virtual. What is reality? 
where like he like they had to save Commissioner Gordon in that. Except sense. I love what is reality. I I do too. I, I don't. <laughs> and, Back yeah. up. And, and, Maybe that's yeah. why you hate this. Yeah. <laughs> it's which it's just not my jam. No, it's funny because I love the Matrix. Like it's a family member, but you know, I th- this isn't my jam. Yeah, but I don't Fair. like. I will say I don't like the zombie like villains that we're facing. The worm. I yeah. mean, come on. Like what? Yeah. Like I, I wish we had like. It makes sense that this is like uh like uh, uh, a very a very. Honestly, uh, I would I would have been cool if this was like an early version of the hyper adapter. Oh. That would have been fun. That would have been fun. Cause like that aesthetically, been it looks very similar. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's. I'm glad yeah, that, that like you... Leviathan was repurposing yeah. like a hyper adapter. That'd be really interesting. Exactly. So that brings us to the final chapter: Leviathan Strikes. There we go. Now, this this one is a lot, also, but it's a massive issue. Massive issue, oh, which yeah. I I really dig. It's all two parts, right? Yeah, it's two parts. parts. Uh, The first brings us, and I love that they mentioned this earlier. They they referenced this earlier in the volume of like, oh hey, Stephanie Brown, like she's over in Saint Hadrian's, and shit's going down like you thought it was. Yeah, and we find out what the fuck is going on. Which again, as a Grayson fan, uh-huh. made my heart sing. I was like, "Say uh-huh. Hadrian's, I know this shit." Yeah, Say Hadrian's uh, staff used to be way more of a problem than it is in Straight Grayson. Straight up, because like it's Holy a problem shit. in Grayson, but uh, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Welcome back to uh, Below the Bell, the podcast with the podcast. Holy shit. The staff at St. Hadrian's is Dear just, Lord. I mean, it's... it's Every teacher, just... My God. Bombshell after bombshell. It's it's insane. Yeah, I would not be able to go to that school. Well, because it's I also, you know, don't identify... Yeah, I don't identify as a woman or a girl, so I wouldn't be able to go to that school. But, you know, I wouldn't be able to go to that school. I would gladly have them assassinate me. Yeah, I I would I would thank them. Yeah, this teacher uh, teaching the hand grenade stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah, blow me up. Massive. Remember <laughs> to blow me pull up. the pin before you throw. <laughs> <laughs> blow, blow me up. Let's go. Yeah, hundred percent. So we see Stephanie is infiltrating Saint Hadrian's, which is basically an assassin school, and I love that they have. Um, pictures of their graduates and Scorpionas on there. Hell yeah. Real, just, I love it. So we see it's very, um, Stephanie kind of getting into the swing of things, meeting people. Um, she makes a friend, which is fun. Uh, this is deadly class. Yes. It's, it's absolutely, it's deadly class. Oh, like this yeah, is absolutely 100%. just deadly class. And so deadly class meets like the red room, the faculty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and so we see i also love during the target practice they have them shooting the dicks of all the superheroes <laughs> yeah it's really, it tells them to, to hit where it hurts aim where it hurts always basically. aim where it hurts yeah <laughs> she's a problem too bro <laughs> yeah bro yeah the, like i said the whole staff the whole, the whole staff. staff the whole staff shoot me in the dick like <laughs> <Straight up. laughs> Jesus. so 
I won't complain. <laughs> so we see that Stephanie quickly rises to the top of her class. Her and her friend uh, are brought together and they are given the, I guess, the, the promotion, the upgrade. Yeah. And so they are... Uh, they get to rush for the sorority, they basically. They get to rush for the sorority. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> like, yeah. But the sorority is this super secret murder club. Like, yeah. Which is where they meet. Johnny Valentine. Who we saw earlier. We did. A.K.A. Janos Valentine. Janos. A.K.A. Janos, thank you. Valentine, aka Spawn of the Foul Feed, aka Child of the Boar, aka His Sow, aka Son of Pig. Guys, I knew you'd love this, oh, right? No! Oh, oh, no! Which makes me really uncomfortable with the fact that Pig procreated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 It. It's yucky. It uh, is yucky. I don't like how much more gross this this particular son is in Because he's this... dealing exclusively with teenage girls. That and also yep. I don't like his hair. I don't like the hair like dripping. Oh, yeah. he's it's he's like, so gross looking. He's gross. So gross. And in retrospect, with the artist involved, this is very uncomfy. Boy, yeah. very uncomfortable, isn't it? Very uncomfortable yeah. in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of we're, not, uh, we're not addressing the artist, so we're going to move on. Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't deserve the time of day. Nope. But I do love that uh, Stephanie Brown does her best Mabel Pines and uses the grappling hook to get out of that situation. Dude, so sick. Grappling hook! <laughs> uh, so they escape and they find out that the uh, the groundskeeper was in fact Batman. And this I groundskeeper <laughs> we see earlier and is so gross with the pit stains Those and everything. Things. Yeah, exactly. I love the sheer amount of disguises that Bruce wears in this volume. It's yeah. A, it, it is, is like, obnoxious. Yeah, it's amazing. It. It's like it's like the master from the 70s Doctor Who yes! who would just constantly yeah. be in disguise. It's so bad. Who is he today? He's That's fucking, the best thing about the master. He's fucking so Count good. Olaf. It's, it's who is like, he this, this issue? Yeah. Well, yeah. But, at least like, yeah. But Count Olaf, he's terrible at the disguises. At least like for the kids. Could just, but it's, totally it's, so just so it's so like, good. I just fuck it. It's so cool. Uh, I just, so I thought the same thing too. I was like, "Why is there a man's skin just hanging on the branch?" And like, "Oh, it's a suit." And I'm like, "I love how fucking what? grossed out uh, Son of Pig is by it too." He's like, "Jimmy <laughs> had mistress. I think I want to vomit." Like, <laughs> <laughs> they've cut off the god in the skin. He also <laughs> has the accent. Yes, of course he does. Yeah, it's just a little less thick. Yeah. You could even think of it as like Professor Pig being like the actual denim guy from IT crowd that he actually played his oh, father, God. and then Matt playing this son <laughs> of this Pig. is yeah this would be Matt where, yeah. this is where it works kind of father. <laughs> so as shit is hitting the fan, uh, baddies are out. They they're like we're strictly freelance. You're on your own. God damn. More power to him. Bro. 
from. <laughs> Y'all remember Total like Spies? Watching... This is them now. Which is oh, coming God. back. <laughs> Which is really exciting. Which Good is really know. exciting. Now, I was, I was thinking, this is like Gunpowder Milkshake. Have you watched Gunpowder Milkshake? Yes. This is very much the exactly three teachers of Gunpowder Milkshake. You are correct, uh, sir. In the library. Great Hell yeah. Goal. Hell yeah. It's, it's that vibe. And so Batman corners the headmistress, who we find out is not actually the headmistress. There is one above her. Mm-hmm. She is defeated by a swift kick to the back from Stephanie Brown as the title shrieks, What is Leviathan? Who is Leviathan? We then Leviathan get... Leviathan strikes! Next! Part two brings us to uh, Wayne Tech, where Bruce and Lucius are using this diamond, which might uh, be able That's to the... be an unparalleled power source. That's the diamond from earlier in the volume. Yes. Uh, Which yeah. the one that Catwoman to took from the vault. Yeah. yeah. And so we see that the Batbots are uh, much cheaper to make and they are being mass assembled, which is both cool and supremely terrifying at the same time. Yeah. We then cut to a submarine sinking. Weird. And we cut straight in media res to the bats. We got your Batman. Whoa! We got your Batman. We got your Red Robin. We got your Robin. Whoa! The boys this are together team. again. This I fucking team. God damn. God damn. All this is your starting lineup. These are your all stars, and they yeah. are here to bring it to Autonuts. This is yes. this is your uh, this is your go to team in Ultimate Alliance. Yes. Yeah. Slash X Men Legends two. Slash X Men Legends. Legends. Fuck yeah. X Men Legends Fuck two yeah. specifically. Fuck the yeah. Best. Game is great. Game is great. And so we see that Batman is caught in this never ending loop. This spiral. Spiral, if you will. Spiral. Trying to face down Doctor Daedalus, as we see um, Batwing taking his trying to uh take out the powers that be there though fuck i love this so much yeah it's so cool because he's like he's a prince basically and there and we find out um this is what is the name of the country uh Uh, this is uh 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 uh, matabi matamba yeah yeah manaba yeah matamba yeah matamba it's it's formerly jezebel jets Mm-hmm. country place yeah mm-hmm. which is interesting mm-hmm. isn't that we've been getting a lot of clues yes and now that Eric, we know i'm so sorry that if you read nightwing last week you literally got this bit spoiled for you <laughs> the fucking convenient timing of that oh. is so embarrassing Jake, <laughs> literally last week's nightwing mentions jezebel jet from the end of this volume and wow. it's like oh shit it's like, but- <laughs> It's so funny that you literally by a week got it spoiled. <laughs> by a week, the circumstances. Because I this got you wow. twelve-year mystery. You got spoiled. <laughs> oh fuck! I was gonna say something last week. I was like, "No, it's gonna come up next week. I might as well just wait." <laughs> yeah. Because I got here and I was like, 
oh, maybe Jezebel. And then I remembered and I was like, oh, no. It's like they literally uh... just mentioned it in Nightwing last week. <laughs> and it kind of bummed me out because it pulled it pulled the rug out from under me. Oh. Um, but we do see, which is really cool, is that um, that David has this whole team for his Batwing right yeah. before he uh, is presumed killed. Mm. It's uh, it's unfortunate. I don't know if he's dead, but mm. it is a hell of yes. a way to start this chapter. Where it's like, all right, we just killed one of your people. And Dr. Daedalus basically says, every five minutes, another member of your team dies. Five minutes pass, they kill the hood. Fucking crazy. Crazy. Like this is, And this is when we really realize, like, oh, wait a second. There's something going on with the hood. <laughs> yeah, Because he mentioned before, he's like, he mentioned I'm, before. I'm a double agent for, um, for Matron. Yeah. Yeah. But then he sees that Matron and his organization is connected to spiral and he's He's like connected to spiral i need to get this to batman just as matron shows up Mm -hmm. and shoots him this is high old chap we see the fucking we see the fucking shrine yeah Yeah. pig made so as they continue trying to fight their way through this we come to find out that uh dr daedalus ain't so daedalus nope he's alive and he has gaucho in his employ not only that they've they've taken all of batman inc's allies and have brainwashed them into being their goons yeah because batman robin and red robin are fighting all the goons. Uh, all the goons. Yeah. And Red Robin and Master One's like, wait a second, this is Night Runner. And then Batman and Master One's like, wait a second, this is Dark Ranger. Oh shit, we're fighting our guys. Like, yeah. yeah. Great fucking reveal. Like, what a great twist. Reveal. They've been training have been the targets. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of uh, teams, we have up in the satellite, the outsiders invading this, uh, this satellite. Hell yeah. Well, they... the, the Leviathan watchtower, basically. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, we have made it to the sealed room. We're going to go in there and we're going to fight whatever threat we've got behind this door. <laughs> you can strip down a base and recollect it anywhere. Always one step ahead. You got that right! Welcome to the Dead Heroes Club, Lord Deathman. <laughs> Lord Deathman returns. No, I fucking love it. I, love it. I love that he doesn't have a cape. It's just like kind of like a shawl that's draped over yeah. his shoulders. Yeah. That's so good. Lord Deathman is the fucking coolest. I start blasting. Fu- I'm blasting everything. De- <laughs> detonates. Blasted. He fucking detonates the satellite. Yeah. Possibly killing all of the outsiders. Yeah. 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 They're going Jesus. after everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Oracle is fighting online. Like, this yeah. is a terrifying prospect how Auto Nets and Leviathan have outplayed Batman Incorporated. Gaucho ends up betraying Daedalus. However, he is stabbed in the neck by 
a cane given to Autonets by Hitler. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, Autonets is preparing to kill Batman by shocking him to death with the other en- edge of the cane. And I love how they set this up. Yeah. Yeah. Gaucho pulls the piece of cane out of his neck. He goes to throw it, but he's lost too much blood. He's too weak and he drops it. Yeah. And as Daedalus gets ready to kill Batman, that edge of the cane is thrown straight through his fucking skull. As Batman he pokes is out his press, eye. Yeah. Like Batman is able to press the button to stop the assault, and then it's revealed who killed him. It was Damien. Yeah. Who fucking apologizes for killing. He has grown. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Father, I'm sorry he was going to kill you. And as the submarine is rescued by all the Batbots, it is dropped onto the coastline. As we find out who the true leader of leviathan is they say and i i love that it's red robin who drops the line yeah yes like who drops the reveal the... says batman it can't be jet think about it it's worse batwing's last message they found the body it was only it was only missing one thing the eye thing the circles the eye of the gorgon is another name for a star in the constellation of perseus algol the demon's head but it can't be her. And then you turn the page. And the fucking head of Jezebel Jet with the crossbones. As Batman sees the only lead he had for the leader of Leviathan. Hits a dead end. And next to Jezebel's head, a phone rings. And when he answers it, he answers it. It's not just any phone, though. It's the red phone. The red phone in the case. In in the glass case, yeah. And I love the sad look on his face when he answers it. He says, before this starts, we need to talk. Don't do this. Talk to me. And on the other end of the line, as we see the base of Leviathan is in the heart of Gotham City across from the Monarch Theater, reopening. And it is revealed that the leader of Leviathan is Talia al Ghul. And that is the end of, of this volume. Holy shit. Did you guys expect that? I did not. Nope. This all began in one way with Batman and Talia. Yeah. And it can only end. end in one way uh, with Batman, Batman and, and Talia. Yeah. So fucking good. Um, two, real quick. Two real, real distant quick. parents fighting. Yes. The page where they reveal the all ghoul, the demon's head. Yeah. Uh, there's a panel up top that we didn't talk about. And I wanted to see if you guys had any ideas of what's going on there. Oh, you mean uh, look. it's it's never really over, is it, Matron? Yes. Ouroboro is a circle after all, but I'll send flowers, of course. He hated flowers. A yes. possible reveal of Kathy Kane still alive there. Oh. Yeah. 
Maybe. I was, I was going to bring that up, but you, but uh, I thought we were continuing on. But uh, I th- I genuinely thought, hmm. Yeah, it's right above when the, the Batbots rescue no, 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 the, I, this. I see yeah, it's right yeah. after Nets is dead. I thought and, yeah. that this was a reveal for the leader of Leviathan. No, because that, since that's like right at like, that moment. Yeah. 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 And then my brain just like shut it off when the Talia reveal came, as my brain tends to do when Talia shows up. Uh, understandable. And I mean, yeah. Chris Burnham joined Talia. Oh, Jesus. Boy, God, Ooh, that hair? girl. Also, Oof. we didn't talk about who's fucking behind Talia. The heretic. Yeah, the heretic! The heretic, yeah. Returns. That's going to be a problem, and not the yeah. good that's gonna be. That's going to be bad, because he's a scary motherfucker. Holy shit. He already so, is. <laughs> gentlemen, final thoughts on this volume and your favorite part. Let's go to Jacob first. Oh my God. So um, this is familiar territory for me because uh, uh, really? I read this is the only, this and the Batman and Robin first two volumes or so I, are, are the things that I read. Um, nice. it's, it's now great going back into this having the continuity again of like what's going on and um uh yeah this was this is all over the place this is an incredible the best way to interpret this entire volume listeners is just pretty much think of it as like exactly like the 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 batman uh animated series with the last season being them introducing their version of the justice league but this but it's just like batman incorporated it's just him meeting other batman influenced uh superheroes while also fighting this great threat, this this specter, James Bond like villain type of organization, and and it's it's incredible. It's it's really well thought out. I mean, we spent forty minutes on the first two issues, just like the di- di- like dissecting the particular nods to everything that you could see in this oh, volume. Yeah. That now for like like this is eleven years old. Holy shit. The, the the forward thinking for GMO in terms of writing what's going on here uh, uh, I, I, I I love the fact that like my favorite issue in this is the the least the, the most like uh, <laughs> the most controversial <laughs> yeah but also but also is the worst vol- worst issue in this whole volume and fu- funny because for me when uh, when something is so bad it becomes good and it becomes my favorite thing so yeah like, I get that this particular volume is like so bad that it's good for me um and um i'm inspired to reread uh batwing because of this and um, me too and like a lot of like other things um but to sum up like this was incredible this was really good it was great to come back to this with uh with some idea and then from here on out there was something else i wanted to mention but oh my favorite part uh, it's it's filthy pockmarked junkie stereotype, and I, I think I ever I never laughed so hard than two. I love it when two henchmen are just fighting during the midst of like a battle happening. It's the most like it's the most theatrical like uh, uh, side chorus thing that you can do. Like it's very R two D two and like C three PO off to the side commenting <laughs> on what the fuck is going on in Star Wars. It's really funny to me. It's just like that. Um, yeah. Uh, from here on in, from here on out, I have no idea what's going to happen, because um, I I never got this. I never got further than this. So there you go. I'm excited. Hell yeah, Malcolm. I love this volume so much. It's so great. It's just it's just 
it's super fun. It's super exciting. It's all over the place in the best way. It's comic books, baby. Like this is what Gmo does best. Gmo does comics so well because it's absolute just wonder and whimsy and insanity and big brain ideas and just stupid fucking material. Like, it's <laughs> awesome. And that's what everything here is. Even with not loving the, like, eighth issue, that's still just a bold fucking swing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, favorite part, I mean, those first two issues are such bangers, and the sixth issue is so perfectly constructed. Uh, but the best part, I just want to know who is that masked gorilla. <laughs> I just, I just want to know. I want to know his story. What's going on with Greg? Like, what, what's his deal? Yeah, I, I fucking love Super Gorilla. I we don't even know if that's his name, but that's his we name don't now. Know, but Honestly, that's his name. Now. That's his name. It's Super Gorilla. Just go with Super Gorilla. Um, Super Gorilla. <laughs> got a red cape. Uh, also, I... Lord Deathman is the best. <laughs> Lord oh, Deathman, yeah. that's Lord my Death favorite Man. part of this whole Lord thing. Death Man. <laughs> Lord Deathman, he's the Man. secret sauce. He is the secret he's sauce. He's the secret sauce. <laughs> you put Lord Deathman in something, it's instantly better. It's instantly um, better. I, yeah, I actually really love that. This is in the running for my favorite volume that we've read so far. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a great. difficult toss up yeah. between this and volume one of Batman and Robin. Because um, oh, yeah. I fucking love Dick Grayson Batman. Uh, and this has the energy that that book had. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I'm just a like, the, let's just ideas. have fucking yeah. fun. Let's just have a great time with it. You know, yeah. and even very much like Gmo's first volume on yeah. Batman with, with introducing, you know, Damien and all that. Like, it's just, let's just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and even when they're not having fun like it's so sincere in its storytelling and in its characters that it just works yeah i mm -hmm. fucking i love i mean i think still my favorite issue is the man of bats and raven red issue i Hell yeah. love everything about it yeah um so yeah. good lord death man can't lord get death man give me more death, lord death man. man he's not dead he blew himself nope. up in that satellite but he's not dead Nope, you can't die. You can't Folks, die. Folks, if you want more Lord Deathman and more recent Lord Deathman, check out the Robin series from Josh Williamson. Uh, it's great. Which, has, which is great. And Lord Deathman awesome sidekick. Lord Deathman and Lord Deathman sidekick. Who what? fucking whips. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Oh, oh, Jacob, Lord Deathman sidekick? Uh, big romantic interest for Damien. It's so <laughs> and that book is straight up just an anime. It's that just, Robin it's is just, just an anime. anime. That's it's so funny. good. It's three volumes for the whole thing. It's a great series. Great. It great was series. super fun. And it brought back one of my favorite underserved characters in DC Comics. Uh-huh. The Hawk, baby. The Hawk. The Hawk. Wow. Okay. The Hawk. Connor I Hawk, heard baby. heard that in a while. Oh, yes. Wow. But that does it for this week's volume. Before we get into next week, uh, we've got a few emails to answer. So, Malcolm, what time is it? Uh, you, you should actually do it, and you should do it in a more definite voice. <laughs> you will never know my secret! You can only read my mailbag, Lord Deathman. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you want to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com and put Lord Deathman in the subject header and we will read it here on the Friday show. Listeners, every five-star review that comes in for Geeksplain will now be read up by Lord Deathman. Lord Deathman? A permanent guest star on the show. (laughs) A permanent guest star on the show. If you give us five star, if you give us a five star rating interview on Apple Podcasts and oh you God. specifically mention the book club, I will oh. read those reviews here on the book club in the Lord Deathman voice. In Lord Deathman voice. Because Lord Deathman is going to be a permanent guest star. He is, he is now <laughs> a current character on the Lord book club. It doesn't matter Lord what, we read, what we read, it's always going to be Lord, Lord Deathman. <laughs> Lord Deathman will now read all of the reviews. Skeletor could never. Lord Deathman wishes he was Lord Deathman. Skeletor left dead in the streets. Man, you didn't expect my cousin, Lord Deathman. Lord Lord Deathman, Skeletor team up. Uh, Yes. Give it to me right now. I'm here for it. (laughs) Mr. Unknown teams up with He Man. Oh, that'd be awesome. Get in. Oh my god. So our first email comes from Dylan Hall. Dylan, Dylan Hall who writes in uh hello, hope you are all wait. Oh no. It is I, Nilan Dahl, Eric's worst nightmare and sleep paralysis demon. He who has been referred to as a poked bear and Mrs. Pitalik, even though the book club featured a more show-appropriate imp in an earlier episode of this very season. You cannot even banish me by saying my name backwards, because Dylan didn't realize until hearing it live on the airwaves that he fucked up his own joke. Can I swear? Of course I can. I'm a fifth-dimensional imp and couldn't give two shits, bitch. Because he can't spell his own name. If you go back on your word about my personal favorite show, Eric middle name is Anna I will hex you with a 24 hour breakdown of the hit show Birds of Prey anywho I'm bored ta ta uh, he writes I have just as many questions as you guys anyway love the show last week I agree that the White Knight arc deserves an adaptation I could see Gordon and Penguin finding him offing criminals in the upcoming show that would be interesting Oh, that'd be cool if there was more villains around, I guess. Then Gordon would be like, what's this White Knight doing, man? <laughs> Penguin, look at these pictures. Like, oh, why are you showing me that? Come on! Look at him! Come on! Don't show me that! Uh, he writes, my question for you all this week is on Tom King's Batman run. More specifically, the end of it with Batman Catwoman. What did you all think of his portrayal of the Joker? Now, Jacob, I don't think you've you've read it, right? No, I don't know. Okay. I haven't either. Oh, so this is a question specifically for me. I <laughs> haven't, right. and I just haven't for, read it yet. For me, I loved it. It was a good mix of charismatic and creepy. I also liked how the reveal is, and he goes into a spoiler. Um, and he re- So I'm going to skip the spoiler just in case you guys are going to read it. And for those of you yeah, who haven't I, read I it. Haven't. I haven't. I just I know what yet. you're talking about. He does he does say that the spoiler is even more twisted and elaborate than the last Uh, but i i really liked the twist it's not my preferred version of how the joker is represented but i think it's a super interesting take and i'm excited for the two of you to eventually read it and then the twist back to this is secretly that the joker was the friends we made along the way you mean Overton Sexton? 
It's true. Oprah and the, Sexton the, wrote, the, wrote the story. The yeah. twist is that the Joker the was Joker inside, was of, us inside all along. of us all along. Oh, Jesus. You know who else was in there? Lord Desmond! <laughs> <laughs> that is, that if, is my like, sleep paralysis, Steven. What if a fucking head popped out of my chest right now and it was Lord yeah, Desmond? Just, Desmond. Hey! Lord <laughs> <laughs> you didn't realize uh, I was inside Malcolm the entire time. The entire on time! A of, on a scale of 1 to 10, would that be awesome? Would that be awesome? <laughs> it would be, would be just like 20. Lord Deathman, a 12. Be, that would that would be a level twenty like uh, like uh, deception roll that I would have to like <laughs> need you to like make before this actually happens. So I can't wait it. for the race to see who does a D and D character as just Lord Deathman first. <laughs> I can't can't oh wait to see. <laughs> can't wait to see. It's coming. Don't you worry. Just a fucking uh, jag. Don't you worry. <laughs> just uh, just uh, for your. Just for your knowledge, Eric, that would be a like a phantom rogue, by the way. Just letting you know that. that, that okay, good to know. Like good to know. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> uh, Dylan writes, lastly, I'm willing to reverse part of your three hour Gotham Night Love Fest to a 30 second recap of the first season. You could do a whole tie in episode talking about the game, its recently finished comic, or maybe the original Gotham Night series. You'd still have to express how you'd rather see Dan Mora leave comics than risk life without a season two. Waha, geek might out, bitches. Thanks for the excellent episode as always, Dylan. Dylan, I am going to uh, sign off on Geek Might as my forever nemesis. However, yes. hell yeah. I yes. will not be watching, so you will not be getting a first season recap from me. Um, <laughs> would love to know your thoughts when that wraps up. Um, yeah. And I did do a little series on uh, around when Gotham Knights came out. Mm -hmm. uh, all of October. Diving into all of last year's Geektober was Geektober Gotham Knights, where I dove mm -hmm. into the comic book history, uh, reading further reading of each of the four heroes: Nightwing, Red Hood, Robin, and Batgirl. Let's go check that out if you are interested. It's good stuff. It's good content. <laughs> I heard it's actually Lord Deathman's favorite. He learned a lot about his enemies in that one. So I have, I have I heard, heard of that. I have heard yeah. of that. Um, our next email comes from Tristan Maldonado. Tristan! Who writes in, Hello, Good Swain Crew. I can't believe you guys are finally at the final part to Morrison's Batman. How does that feel? I bet it feels crazy. I just started watching the Morrison Batman episodes with Batman and Son, and that episode was freaking hilarious. The Final Crisis episode was really good as well. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this yeah. year, I'm planning on reading Morrison's entire Batman run, starting with the Batman and Son 2023 reprint coming out tomorrow as of this recording. RIP Final Crisis in Volume 2 and 3 of the Omnibus. Since you guys are talking about Incorporated, I wanted to say is what I liked about the series is the different Bat-themed heroes from different parts of the world. I hope you guys have a good day and hope to see a new comic series on the podcast in the future. We are getting close to wrapping up this one, so a new one is on the horizon. Keep your eyes healed but yeah i love the concept of the worldwide bat fam makes yeah. me makes yeah. me happy yeah the bat network that network uh Next. my only quibble i just realized in this in this is that i wish we had one more issue that kind of had knight and squire um be a little focused fingers crossed they show up in the next the night yeah. squire miniseries is like happening uh, not too long uh, around this time that makes sense. so that's why they weren't uh night sense. squire uh miniseries written by paul cornell who wrote three of last week's issues the three issues with the absence yeah um, yeah. Okay. yeah uh, right. uh, uh a great miniseries also 
Yeah, Night and Squire do show up in future Batman Incorporated stuff. Hell okay. yeah. You get a pass this time, Gmo. You get a pass this time, Gmo. Desmond would totally call them Gmo. Yes, 100%. Yes, yes. So our next email comes from Bernie Noma. Bernie! Well, let's feel the burn. Feel the burn today. Feel the burn. Uh, they write, good day, Enforcers. Bernie the Aussie Envy sending you love. Thanks for answering my questions about which mutants should stay white and which makes sense to be people of color. I agree with all your answers and notice that all the mutants you picked to remain white were either villains or people who have clear privilege. I laughed so hard when I fucked up on that. Yes, it's true. Oh, uh, strange. Uh, here yeah, are my questions for today. So the broccoli guy in Ant-Man 3, he was brought in for Gene to barbecue his planet later, right? Neither of you have watched the newest Ant-Man. No, I haven't. Right? I, watched Ant I watched Ant-Man 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't had broccoli guy, too. yes, 100%. Yeah. Gene will be roasting broccoli on an open fire. Yeah, for sure. Uh, second question. For what sure. queer relationships do you think are so obvious to happen in comics but have never been allowed to? Like Kate Pride and Ilyana. Um, which is getting some play now. So keep your eyes out on the Kirkona. <laughs> um, they write, keep up the good shit you do. Cheers, Bernie. Malcolm jumped out of his chair. So I'm going to go I, to you first. I think we all have the right answer here. We all know the, the signs are fucking there. And DC specifically pivoted out of it. Specifically, because they don't care about one of these characters. Give it to us. It's Tim and it's Connor. Yeah. Very simple. Connor yeah. was so upset when Tim died that he started dating Connor's ex. Tim. Tim, Tim was upset while Connor, oh, yeah. Tim, Connor died. Tim started dating Connor's ex yeah. while cloning Connor to bring back his boyfriend. He was fucking boyfriend. obsessed. Yeah. They're in love. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And instead of allowing them to be in love, DC doesn't fucking... DC found a character to care about less than Tim Drake, and it's Connor Kent. And yeah. so they have John now instead. And John is the openly bi character who's a super character. But come on. Come on. It's yeah. right there. Yeah. It's right there. We're so don't, close. For fuck's sake, he's like, don't call me Superboy. Call me the Metropolis kid. <laughs> it's, I'm come a, on. So fabulous. They're in love. Yeah. <laughs> Let them be in love. I kind of got that from like the Fitzmartin, like when uh, uh, Connor was helping out with uh, with with Tim dealing with like Moriarty stuff and everything like that, like the 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 the, the illusions and stuff. There was a moment. There was a moment where like the two of them were talking, and it's just like it's good to see you, man. And it's like yeah, and I was just like, what is this Poe and Finn moment with the with that's the jacket that's honestly, happening right now? Poe and, and Finn, Finn is my yeah. is my queer coded relationship that never yeah. happened. Same here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but like it's really it's really prominent yeah i i kind of was thinking about that too when like the world's finest with your uh, uh i started reading the recent <gasps> world's finest by the way and yeah that, that shit is fantastic it's so, so jacob do you not fucking love it is it not the best book it's i was already hooked from like the first page and um like, yes. so so like between that i was just like what would happen if like a super if superman and a batman related character like actually dated each other so it's like why why not make that yeah. happen they're the it's, two who should they're the two that should they really but should instead they'll make it's, it tim and john yeah if anything they'll make it tim and john probably yeah, unfortunately yeah who knows which is kind yeah. of a bummer 
Yeah. That's, and I love John. I yeah. love John Ken. I think that's an amazing character. Personally, that's, I would, that's a cheap out. Yeah. Like, Personally, I don't want either two of them to get together at all and just have them focus on their current relationships that they have right now. But you love like, you some Bernard. You oh love you some God. Bernard. Oh, he's just too genuine. Especially the recent, not this past recent issue, but like issue seven. Yeah, where like, seven, where yeah. They, yeah, like where they, 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 they're, they're, they're going steady now. And it just- A perfect single heart. issue. Yeah. Yep. Like it, it, yeah. Um, another one that I really wanted to have wanted to see for a while, speaking of Kate's, is uh, Kate Bishop and America Chavez. Uh-huh. Another one that's oh, another one right that's there. Been forever. Right there. There's even a moment. They, they've even had a moment where it's, where I don't remember the exact wording of it, but it was just like, like Kate being like, yeah, we like, we've dated a lot of the same people. Like, it's so weird that I'm straight. And America goes, Kate, honey. Kate. And then like something else happens and they have to go. But, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's right there. To see as well. Like, um, there are a few others that I'm glad that they finally like, start stopped queer baiting and actually like gave us like harley and ivy that they had been doing for a long time oh yeah yeah um hopefully we see more rachel and betsy rachel and betsy was fantastic mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i love i truly love that we are in the like full-on queer era of x-men characters yes. uh down the to thruple? i mean the thruple yeah the legendary uh, or thruple? quadruple if you will because emma's clearly the fourth leg there I don't think Emma would because she doesn't like sharing. I, I, I think this phase of Emma would. I think Krakoa Emma does. I don't know, man. I, don't I think know. she does. There, she's I, I clearly think, still she, fucking Scott. She's, she's clearly, clearly still, still fucking Scott, fucking. but I feel like that's a transactional thing. I feel like she has a signed contract with Jean and not yeah, okay. this loosey-goosey whatever sharing thing that yeah, okay. she gets him that on weekends. At Summer's house. Okay, basically. that's fair. That's fair. And then that's conveniently just, just when Logan, you know, is actually at home. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, Gene. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Hi. <laughs> Simp Logan is the best Logan. Did uh, I, Logan have, is good I have one to bring up. Since, since Renee Montoya became the question, did she have any romantic or a series of like, like, uh, of any romantic Maggie like, interest Sawyer? or something? Maggie uh, no, Sawyer uh, and okay. um and Kate for a little oh, she bit. Did, yeah, she that's did right. Kate. Kate oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I was trying yeah. to remember if like Renee actually because they both because they both wound up dating Maggie Sawyer. Yeah. Because oh, if you're funny. because if you're you know if you're gay at DC, you date Maggie Sawyer. You have to date Maggie Sawyer It's kind of just the rule, I guess. Really? It's a weird rule. That is a weird continuing thing yeah. <laughs> i never knew i never she even was like I just, the go-to lesbian at dc i don't know wow, why you just, like... you just you just blew my mind because i never would have suspected maggie sawyer being like gay or, or what gay. yeah yeah i never knew that I, for a yeah. long never, time yeah no oh, yeah. i had no clue that's oh, yeah. like yeah <laughs> that's wow i didn't to this thing, i'm very surprised that they didn't do or didn't take advantage of having the Alex Danvers character in yeah. comics, oh, uh, the given thing. the Supergirl show, since she is the most prominent lesbian in you know the TV stuff. Uh, uh, besides White Canary. Uh, besides yeah. White Canary, and I guess besides uh, Lightning. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, yeah, you're right. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, white canary bisexual. That that's true. Yeah. Al- Alexander is just pure lesbian. Yeah. That's that's a good point. You're right. Yeah. So our next Remember email... when they met at the wedding, that was <gasps> that, <laughs> that, was that crossover might be the best out of the crossover. <laughs> uh, Crisis on Earth X is really good. Really fucking good. Really, really good. Um, our next email comes from Jacob Goodhart. Hey, Goodhart. what's up, fellow Jacob? Uh, who writes Dear Geek Explained Podcast? This week we go global with Batman Incorporated. Rereading this was really a blast from the past, as this might just be the first Batman story I ever read when I was a kid. I didn't Whoa. remember much from it, but that made me that made rereading this series a blast. Night Runner's issue was the first Batman comic I read back at my school library long boxes, and the few after that were just as fun to read through. Also, this week had the release of the first Ruby Justice League movie come out. Ruby, pronounced Ruby, is a, it's spelled R-W-B-Y. R-W-B-Y. But it's pronounced yeah, Ruby. Yeah, it's thing. Is yeah. a, yeah, it's a, is a 3D animated series that inspired me to become an animator. Its ninth season just ended and dealt with themes of overcoming failure, dealing with imposter syndrome, and accepting that everyone is allowed to make mistakes. It tackles various themes and topics that make that have the relatability of Spider-Man, but in a fantasy-like world. I'm really trying to spread the word about the show because the story isn't done yet, but there's yet to be a green light for the next season. Last week, I made it all about Big Blue in my letter, which I'm glad to hear about your favorite moments. They were all dope. We're going to be getting into those in just a second, don't you worry. Though I'm a little sad nobody mentioned anything from Smallville. Dumb as it was, I love that show. I, okay. It's fine. It's, it's Remy okay. Zero! I... <laughs> <laughs> like like after season six yeah hey, hey no wait hey, a second wait a second the last hey. two seasons of that show are the best two seasons of that show uh, i never i, I never the, the, the show peaked at good sex bad lax okay <laughs> that marketing campaign you can't get better than that you can't get better than that oh my god um he writes, but I also completely forgot to mention that I managed to get the entire Immortal Run, Immortal Hulk run by Al Ewing. I heard nothing oh. but great things about this run, and I'm super excited to start it. Hopefully, it can be in the book club at some point. We can go into it all together. I would be into that idea. However, the artist on that book makes it difficult. I mean, that's the only big problem. That's the frustrating Ooh. part. Yeah. Um, Joe Bennett is a very bad person. He yes. fucking sucks. Fucking sucks. Mm. Uh, I love stories that take a character who has been stuck in an archetype for decades and then decides to do something interesting with the character by developing them. It's something I really wish the Spider-Man comic would do instead of constantly making him miserable to be relatable. It's why I love the Spencer run so much. Every story arc of that run, to me, fixed something with Pete. We're just, we're going to have to keep disagreeing. I'm sorry. I'm going to majorly disagree with you on that one. Yeah. Sorry about that. But, but I'm glad that that did that for you. Um... He writes, the first arc setting up why Peter Parker is just as important as Spider-Man is, fixing the relationship with him and Black Cat, addressing how Jonah knowing his secret changes things, that single issue by Zdarsky is great too, and other gripes like the mistake of bringing Craven back to life for no reason and ugh, sins past. I love J. Michael Straczynski's run, but even that made me ask, what the hell, man? This leads to my question for this week. It's been sort of a problem recently, in my opinion, that comic book characters aren't allowed to change or evolve. I point out Spider-Man in my example because there are creators who have gone on record saying that they 
they have no desire to write him with how tightly editorial has him on a leash. And while not as harsh, I feel that a lot of Marvel heroes suffer from the same issue. Miles is still in high school, Hulk is reverted back unfortunately, Black Cat's development from her own book was undone, and you can kind of tell the writer hates that. Even the X-Men, who were probably the most interesting comic book when Hickman took over, are going to be undone and put back in the fall of X storyline, presumably. I disagree that I don't think that's I what's happening. That. Yeah. I don't think that's I, what's happening. I know that yeah. they are positing that idea, which I think is made to get people to read the books, but yeah. I do not think we're going back. I think that's going to be a true evolution of what's going on with the Kukoa era. I, I have a lot of faith in the X office right Same. now. Uh, DC, I think, is better at this, but even they stopped Batman and Catwoman from tying the knot. They just fixed all the damage done to Wally from Heroes in Crisis. But other than that, most of their characters are growing. That's not to say that Marvel is totally stagnant. Daredevil and Moon Knight, two characters which Marvel editorial doesn't really seem to care about unless an event can be made, are going mm. through very interesting developments in terms of stories and characters. Totally agree. Mm. Uh, so what is it that we can do to see more of this? I mean, it's not like Marvel or DC has surveys for fans, and I've been buying the books I like in trade, but I don't know if it's enough. I don't think the writers are the ones at fault here. I think it might be more of an editorial issue. It just seems like Marvel is stuck in place right now. Take care and stay safe, Jacob Goodhart. P.S. I got really into the new Star Wars stuff, so I'm reading through the Heir to the Empire series. Love Thrawn so far. Thrawn yeah. fucking rules. Hell yeah, yeah. baby. Good stuff. Thrawn Good fucking stuff. rules. Um, honestly it's it's the problem of being a multimedia corporation rather than just a comic book company Uh um image is able to get away with a lot of that stuff because they're not beholden to um to license holders yeah batman and spider-man unfortunately are at the behest of that um, yes, it's, Spider-Man it's always has to be Peter Parker. Batman always yeah. has to be Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne because that's where the trademark lies. Yeah, and even the big resets have to reset them back to where they were prior to any like large changes being made. Uh-huh. Um, but we do get to see evolutions with certain characters. I love what they're doing with the super books right now. Yeah. Um, I really, really yeah. dig the expansion of that. And I think that's really how we see change is through legacy characters. That's what makes them so important because even though, you know, these are kind of the pillars of characters that don't really get to, you know, they're, they're made out of stone, so they don't get to change a whole lot. Legacy characters are fluid. And even the ones who have, you know, become pillars into themselves, your Nightwings, your Miles Morales, they get to grow and evolve as well. So, I, I think that we're, you know, we just mentioned that um, there is a lot of push for different things in comics right now. Queer representation, representation in general is really high. And I feel like that is going to continue to evolve and grow. So yeah. that that's my personal take on that. Agreed. So our final email comes from Adam Stringfellow. Good brother, Adam. Adam. Fellow. Uh, he writes, what up, Caked Enforcers? Hope y'all are having a good week so far. I wanted to say thank you for the congratulations last week's episode. Uh, Michael and I are super excited and stressed and then back to excitement on planning our wedding. Hey, I'm right there with you, buddy. I am deep in that as well. Uh, <laughs> also, random plug, but if you haven't lately, check out Snowfall on Hulu if you haven't. Yes! An excellent series about the drug drug epidemic in LA during the 80s, but holy yes! shit, is it dark as fuck. It's also, dark as fuck! <laughs> also, so it reminds me that cocaine so is... It's, sorry, it's I'm dark so as sorry. fuck, boy! It's so it's dark uh, as fuck, boy! <laughs> it's, it's one of the best shows that nobody's watching. 
It honestly, yeah, uh, that's what I've heard. It's from, a lot honestly, of heard from from yeah. season one. I've been watching it since season one. I was like, I'll give this a shot. I'm I'm kind of interested in the drug trade and like in in L.A. and during the '80s. And then you get into it, and you're like, holy fuck, this is really good. Like, holy <laughs> shit. It's yeah. mainly because of the the young lead actor, the the uh, uh, he, Dame Idris, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he with the minute he popped up, I was like, this guy needs to be cast as Miles Morales. That like to now. Like he needs to be Miles Morales. I can see that. Yeah. I, I think I'll he's a little darker than they would probably go for. He uh, looks yeah. very just like straight up black and not like yeah. Hispanic. And <laughs> as we know, Disney loves taking characters and making them as white passing as possible. Hey, yeah. hey Disney. Hey Disney. Fuck your Lilo and Stitch. Fuck Leave it. that shit alone. Jeez. Leave Fuck it alone. You. Fuck yeah. you, Disney. What they already had to that? do. They already had to do a fucking recast right after they announced a casting because the actor was caught up in fucking racist bullshit. Like, Fuck you, Lilo Stitch. And they this is bullshit. And they yeah. fucking eliminated bubbles. I, they, they, the agent. Anyway. Anyway. So that's a real thing. I didn't. That's a I real thought thing that was happening. I thought that was a joke. Cobra Bubbles hell. is oh not a God. character oh. anymore. Fucking just the Lilo and Stitch in general. That they're live action. Yeah. Lilo and Stitch it's happening, and they're all like not even Hawaiian teens. <laughs> that's, that's awful. That's nothing. That's Very uh, irritating. It's already, it's already bad enough with these like remakes that they've been doing. All of the fucking like, it's just fucking like, Avatar the Last Airbender all over again. Yeah, I know. That even movie the isn't even Mermaid. seven years old. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Sucks. why can't they? Uh, why can't they focus? I'm sorry, we're gonna get like way no, off. We're, we're, wish, we're, we're I, gonna get I off. We gotta rain it in. Yeah, we're gonna get off. <laughs> before um, we need to get off Disney before Disney finds us and actually does yeah, take right? care of us. Yeah. It tries to no, whitewash fucking us. Fucking try to fight uh, me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, you. Oh, all of a sudden, Malcolm's screen just went black, and now he came back. I'm like, <laughs> Frankie oh, Muniz pops guy? up. Yeah. Oh, Malcolm, <laughs> version of you. It's just a white guy with your glasses. That's it. Oh, hi, hey there, guys. Boy, really really enjoyed uh listening to you know talk, talking about lord death man this week <laughs> really really enjoyed that really Jesus. great time uh but getting back on track uh your work jacob goodhart <laughs> jacob goodhart talking about uh snowfall he says also it reminds me that cocaine is a super scary drug Oh yeah. For this week, I first want to tell you my my two favorite Superman moments. So we're gonna go to the question first, and then we're gonna dive into everybody's Superman moments in a second. Yes. Says my question this week is: Is there a comic book character that you once hated or couldn't stand, but over the years you've grown to actually love? For me, that character was always Jason Todd. I've said before that Tim Drake is my favorite Robin, but when I was younger, I couldn't stand Jason. For years, I always thought he was just a whiny, bratty kid that just took his anger out on any one near him just to get Bruce to notice him. It wasn't until I got into college to understand myself more and understand my own anger and depression over the years that I came to see where Jason was coming from. He wasn't bratty or whiny. He was just hurt and grieving. And Bruce just wasn't in the best place at the time to really hear him out. I came to understand Jason's frustration, loneliness, and frustration towards the world. Especially in Batman and Robin Eternal where he says to Tim something along the lines of, how do you think I feel? Always being talked down to and being judged. Always stuck being the Robin that nobody liked. And from there I totally got where Jason was coming from since it's hard constantly being viewed as the worst case scenario. That's just one character I've come to love and respect and would love to hear y'all's thoughts and discussions on this topic. Can't wait to hear from y'all soon and catch y'all next week. All the best and much more, Adam. And because this is a string fellow joint, Adam writes, P.S. I've grown to love Jason over the years, but fuck Hawkman still. I have zero idea what comic book Shire sees in him. Hell yeah. Jacob's constant hate of Hawkman lives, and I love that. 
Are there comic book characters that you guys hated before but have grown to love? Um, there is a. I haven't grown to fully love the character, but I love a very specific run with the character. Okay. Um, Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool yeah, is a I character that. that I really dislike for the most part. I think he's very annoying. Um, Same. But I love the Jerry Duggan. The Jerry Duggan run is iconic. I, I think that is, uh, and it, you know, starting with Uncanny X Force, yeah, and then going into the J- the Jerry oh. Duggan run oh. of Deadpool, I think is an amazing glow up for that character because that character gets to, as we were talking about with the last email, evolve and change and grow, and become a better person and become you know re- realize what what that character is and what he actually does. Um, and like I said, grow and evolve and have a family unit and that, that character becomes something really amazing. So I think Jerry Duggan did such excellent career work on that character. And I'm very excited for him to be writing Deadpool again, uh, yeah. with Uncanny Avengers. Um, very, very excited about that. Uh, yeah, I, I love Jerry Duggan's Deadpool. I love that character. Totally agree. Um, I think he's, he's great. So Jacob? that's like the only version of that character I love. But, yeah, yeah, fair. Jacob, it, what you got? it took it, it took me a while to figure it out, but I figured it out. Um, one of the best, one of the good one, the one good thing out of the new Fifty Two that came out was uh, invigorating Aquaman to me. Aquaman hey. up until that point hey. for me yeah, yeah, yeah. was never was just a guy who talks to fish and everybody makes fun of him. So. Honestly, it wasn't until that that new 52 Jeff Johns like Aquaman that it was just like, oh fuck, yeah, he's a badass. And yeah, new 52 Aquaman, it's fucking great. Yeah, and and when he gets into the Justice League, it was even better because like that first issue ends with uh with him going like, So you guys need a leader? I elect me. (laughs) And he's just just like, oh shit. Oh shit, Aquaman! You're being yeah. John DiMaggio from the Brave and the Boat right now. That's yeah, really I was cool. say, he's, he's a little close to DiMaggio. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. It's like I like I like that Aquaman is more Namor, the Submariner uh, mm-hmm. nowadays than than mm-hmm. than being like the uh, than being like the hello, I'm the hero of the protector of the seas and yeah. being the Lorax of the seas, basically. <laughs> so um, it would be really so. Yeah, that that was impressive. Just like. Oh yeah, he actually has like some history, and he actually he's actually yeah. really tough, and he's and and uh, the 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 you know the 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 responsibility of being the king of an undersea world and stuff, and I was just like, oh, they're making him more like Neymar, like yeah. that's that's the that's the way to do that with this Aquaman. That's cool. So, yeah, I so think Arthur Curry is really cool. You mentioned it. For me, it's Namor. I did not like that character when yeah. I was younger, but I have yeah. grown to really appreciate him as I've gotten older. Yeah. Um, I just, I like him. I like him a lot. And he's a great character. He's a great character. He's a great character because he is faulty to a fault. He's so fault. And I love, I love flawed characters. Yeah. And I really appreciate a lot of, a lot of the dynamicism that he brings whenever he shows up in a story. Like yeah. immediately shit is immediately the situation changes when he arrives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he shows up, shit is different. And it you is. have to deal with that. 
it's it's cool because the Submariner is one of those characters that had been existing since before Marvel was created. Yeah, like, the fact that that character is like been consistently like that and been evolving since that yeah. point is really is is really interesting and fascinating. It's super and I, I love when writers know how to weaponize Namor too. I think yes, Hickman yes. does such a great job 100%. of like weaponizing Namor so that when you when you have him in a room, he's the time bomb that's gonna go off. Yeah, and like oh, obviously, like he's the one who's gonna fuck something. Up here. He's the wild card. <laughs> He's the, the wild absolute card. wild card. Yeah, yeah, it's very fun. Uh, because you don't know, like, if like every time he's in the Illuminati, when like mm -hmm. or, or oh, part yeah. of those like like groups and oh, stuff yeah. like that, you keep going like, "Fuck, are oh, they gonna? What is he doing? Are they what, gonna, is he doing? what? What is he gonna like? What's his remember, two cents in this? Remember situation? when he makes his own Illuminati and it's all the fucking villains? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Because Namor's such a piece of shit. Such a yes. I love him so much. He's so great. He, he's he's we love a problematic king. Oh boy, and he is literally a problematic king. He's the oh problematic king. Um, but yeah, so thank you to everyone who wrote in. Really do appreciate it. Once again, if you want to have your email read on the Friday show, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put black black club put bat club or lord yeah. Deathman in the subject header and we will read it here on the show um we also asked last week for you to send us your favorite superman moments on twitter yes. and through email so i've got yes. some here since uh since adam's email was the last one we read we're going to start off with him he writes, my first favorite Superman moment comes recently in Superman issue three from a few weeks ago, where Clark and Lois are seen dancing in their living room together while the uh. Super family teases them from the kitchen, calling them gross. But Clark and Lois just look happily at each other as if they're two kids falling in love. I fucking love this moment. You're right. I love that moment. This Superman book fucking whips. It fucking drives so hard. It's You're perfect. Right. Cheesy, I know, but I love it because it grounds Clark and reminds me of the life I dream about having one day. Second one is your stronger than you know line from All-Star Superman. We All talked Star, about yeah. this last week. Yeah. That scene I go to when my depression kicks back up and it reminds me that this is what Clark should always be. He should feel as if he's your best friend that you've known for years, even if you've just met him. And honestly, we could all do well with a Clark Kent in our lives. Enough said. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, Goddamn right. Next on, we got a couple submissions on Twitter. Ooh. First one comes from Mara at Mara94345. Who do Mara? Gave us a couple moments, uh, one from the War World Saga, where he stands up for the prisoners there and decides to fight for them. Mm. Um, one from the Bendis action run with uh, Superman and Lois going off into the sky and having some sexy time. Hell yeah. Uh, wow. One moment from uh, Superman up in the sky, where he comes to rescue the little girl. Still oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Loves it where she says, yeah. No matter what happens, we can't give up. He wouldn't give up, so we he won't give up. He's yeah. coming and I'm going home. And Superman arrives and says, Yes, ma'am, you are. Fucking yeah. love that issue. And then in a re in the recent issue of either the last or the penultimate issue of Superman Son of Kal-El, where John comes out to his father and Clark. Oh fuck, great him. moment. Oh. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every day of my life has been better since you've been in it. Every single day. Yeah. Who you love is the last thing that could change that. Anyone who makes your life better will always be a hero in my eyes. And no matter what, I will stand beside you. I will defend you. I will love you. And I will always, always be your father. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. Story that it's, you're right. It's perfect. Um, Juan Pablo Estrada 
on Twitter also answered the call. Uh, this is Juan Pob and then a bunch of numbers giving us moments like the uh, like s- several moments from uh, from All-Star Superman, which I love. Um, the ending, him showing up uh, and leaving something for the for the world to remember him by um, his new 52 backstory um superman's secret identity which is a book i've heard many many great things about and i need still need to read um the daniel warren johnson story from superman uh blue and red which still makes me fucking cry every single time i I love you and i'm so proud of you um the moment in superman for all seasons where he's just clark just lounging in his apartment Uh uh-huh and then superman birthright mother father i made it yeah yeah always makes me cry um we also got a superman moment from tristan maldonado um he writes here my favorite superman moments from birthright and all-star comics from birthright uh mother father i made it uh, the Clark and Lex childhood friends flashback, uh, Superman saves Lois and Jimmy, the Superman using the Superman shield to be an actual shield, and yes. then the uh, the Superman gun moment from, oh, yeah. from Birthright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I forgot about from All Star, uh, yeah. the the four panel Superman origin, which is iconic. Oh my god! Yes. Yep. Every yep. time uh, I think about that, all the time. <laughs> that is the best. That is the best summary of Superman's origin. It is. Doom planet. There, there will never be anything scientists, that works better. Nothing Last simple. hope. Last hope. Couple, Kindly couple. Superman. Superman. Perfect. 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 All, everything you need to know about that character is in that page. That's the genius of Gmo. Anyone who ever challenges Gmo being a fucking genius, I'm like, no, look at that shit. Look at that shit. That's perfect. That's um, perfect. Lois' birthday, the arm wrestling moment, Doomsday Jimmy versus Superman, uh, Clark and Lex from the prison issue, the entire Smallville issue, uh, Superman saving Reagan from issue 10, uh, and Superman flies into the sun at the end. Yep. And then our last one I want to uh, bring up is from our good friend, good brother, friend of the podcast doug from the for every kind of geek youtube channel doug where he writes hey again bat club i've been loving your journey into gmo's batman run but what really caught my eye slash ear last week was your segment where you each talked about your favorite moments in the history of superman for me there will always be five words from mark wade and lanil use birthright that define the character in my eyes mother father i made it that's it's it yeah, makes it gets me tear up every time. Every time. Yeah. Uh, he writes, Superman is an immigrant tale, the last son of a distant world who isn't just fighting for truth and justice, but also for the memory of his people. It's an incredible ending to an incredible story showing how just like a parent's love lives on through their children, the legacy of Krypton will always live on through Superman. Kind of like one big... Kind of like one big, beautiful circle of life. Aww. Damn you, That's Doug. You lovely. lured me in with birthright just to hurt Doug, you again. Doug, we love you. Uh, thanks for everything you do and happy podcasting. Uh, but yes, thank you everyone for writing in your Superman moments. That was awesome. Yes. I loved getting to read those off. Did you guys um, think of any others after we recorded? There was two that immediately came to mind after we recorded. I was like, Fuck, go for it. Do it. I was going to mention what? those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are two recent ones. 
Um, Eric, I know you're going to hate this. I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, after Superman reveals his identity, um, or when he's going to, uh, there's a really great in, moment with Perry oh, where yeah. he goes I, into the I, office. I hate that story, but I love that moment. That moment is so good. It's a silent page of him revealing it to Perry. He walks into Perry's office, takes off the glasses, reveals that he's Superman, and then they hug. And it's it's a perfect fucking moment. And then the other one, which comes out of the same thing, is uh, I think it's in like the Superman Heroes one shot mm-hmm. or something when uh, Superman's talking to Jimmy and Jimmy's like, yeah, no, I knew. And yeah. Superman's like, you, you knew? He's like, yeah, I knew. Figured there's only two people who ever called me Jim. And then I realized those people were the same person. Yeah. That's and that's crazy. like, that's a perfect fucking thing. That's for Jimmy also awesome. to always have known is yep. wonderful. And for Perry to have never realized it is wonderful. Yes. I think that's two great characterizations right there. Yeah, so really I, I immediately thought of those after we recorded. I was like, fuck, I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, All I, the stuff that came around that I love. Yeah. So two more moments I that, that came to mind for me also from birth. I, I just fucking love Birthright. Birthright um, is the best Superman origin. It's it's a very sad. It's, it's it's a sad moment. Um, it's when all the staff uh, tell Clark to go to the wrong bar. Oh He's shit! He's sitting there, yeah. but he can hear them with his super hearing across the street. Yeah, laughing about how it, like, and that kind of loneliness, like, just hits me real hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, the Superman issue of Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, with just two dudes hanging out. Mm-hmm. Just guys being dudes. Just guys being dudes, yeah. Um, and then pretty much all of Superman smashes the clan, which I love. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, or better than that. Um, Everything hell about yeah, baby. Jacob, uh, what about you? I thought of three more. Um, the Batman, I mean Batman. It's Superman versus Muhammad Ali. That that whole hell yeah. issue. That, come on, that is hell a real yeah. good idea. Issue. Uh, um, it was between that or like um, Superman meeting Spider-Man um, that crossover. Also a well. great issue. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was it was both of those that I was thinking about in just terms ahead. of that. Neil Adams bend. Hell yeah. And, and <laughs> I know, seriously, like th- those two were just like, wow, he really like introduced that. Um, there was also um, going back into media, um, I, I just realized I last week I did want to mention a Smallville moment, but I wasn't going to do it because I just, I Go thought the it. other moments I had, um, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's Christopher Reeve showing up on the show to tell Clark about his origin and uh, what oh, the origin he knows yeah. about great episode. and all that episode. stuff. It's a great, great episode. episode because of he just lore dumps poor Clark about like, well, yeah. this is what it is and like who you are. He learns through this professor, the actual Superman uh, about who he is and everything like that. And it isn't even part of the show, but at the end of that episode, I still remember this. They did an advertisement for uh, Reeves' like uh, charity foundation yeah. uh-huh. with Tom Welling. With and Tom they had Welling, a cute yeah. little moment where they were just like, they like did the things and, and they were like, thank you. No, thank you. No, seriously, thank you. And they're like, please, yeah. please, please call. And then, and that's it. And then they all laughed and that was the end of the end of the thing. And they kept that, they kept that one take. Yeah. So I thought that was just so endearing that they, that they managed to get like uh, Christopher Reeve onto that show. And then when he died, they replayed that, that they re-aired that little, um, that little uh, segment at the yeah, end of that segment. episode in honor of yeah. him. Just, just emphasize on the fact of just like, remember to donate and stuff like that. It was just, yeah. That, that probably hits me more than anything um, 
Superman written and everything like that because of just how two collective people um, met to for a singular cause. Smallville was really great. Smallville for its time was an absolute gem for sure. It was. It really was. It's kind of a gem. And again, the ninth, specifically the ninth season, I think is stellar. That's uh, and then the yeah. tenth season, the final season is like very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ninth season is truly stellar. That's the it, big Kryptonians season where he. Oh, okay. There, was, there's a bunch of Kryptonians, uh, all the Kandorians uh, come to, to Metropolis and start living in Metropolis, including yeah. Zod. Um, and so he builds a friendship with Zod and it's, it's an interesting relationship there yeah. uh, I... as he has to finally get to know the people that he's been wondering for years about. Right. It's great. I remember getting out of it during season six and then, and then coming back on whatever the season was when they had Sam Witwer as doomsday. That's, that's eight. When I, that's eight. So, so it was the, the, the season before that, uh-huh. I started getting back into it because I heard yeah. that like Smallville was going to get canceled soon. And I was like, should I even attempt to like come back to this? I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> and I tried and I was just like, I'm only here because of Sam Witwer because he's really good. And, yeah, I don't understand the concept. Of He's good as Davis Bloom in that season, but the Doomsday stuff is bad. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like the, <laughs> the Doomsday stuff is stopped. real bad. Yeah, it's the really Doomsday bad. It's like eh, this is like, nah. but um, yeah, but yeah. Also, um, uh, Christopher Reeve in the movie in Superman the movie when he's fl- the flying sequence with Lois Lane where he's holding um, her. Are by you the reading tips my mind? Are you reading yeah. my mind? Yeah. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the 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 tips of his fingers holding her is like yeah one like, of the sexiest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> sexiest things. That, that is that is funny. so romantic. It's like, really romantic. Yeah. The fact that he can hold her by the tips of his fingers was just so fingers. fucking yeah. cute, and I just I I just love that. Yeah, I, I, I love it. <laughs> Well, again, thank you to everyone who shared your Superman moments with us. We really, truly do appreciate it. Um, But that is going to do it for this week's session. Next week, we are taking a break before we head into our final chapters by wrapping up the Dick Grayson Batman story with Batman Gates of Gotham. The last of the pre-52 ah yeah this is um yeah this is kind of it's bittersweet for me i haven't read this in a very long time but i loved this story the first time i read it um and i'm really really excited about this let's let's dig into the uh, synopsis here at the turn of the century three prominent families shaped the construction of modern day gotham city now A madman with 300 pounds of explosives and a century-old grudge is threatening to bring it all crashing down. Beginning with the simultaneous destruction of some of Gotham's oldest bridges, the mysterious villain is targeting the holdings and legacies of Gotham's most notable families, including the Waynes. To uncover the truth behind the villainous architect and his link to the city's violent past, Batman unites with Robin, Red Robin, and Batman Incorporated's Hong Kong operative, the Black Bat. But can they stop their new foe's plans before it's too late? The future of Gotham started with an explosion, and it could end the very same way. Really excited about this. Um, I love this story. This is an underrated gem for sure. Uh, Features a writing team of Scott Snyder, 
name sound familiar. Kyle what? Higgins, name Whose sound name familiar. really should sound familiar. And Ryan Parrott. What? Mm-hmm. Teaming what? with an all-star art team of Trevor McCarthy, Dustin Wen, and Graham Nolan and Derek Donovan. I am super excited to dig into this story next week. I cannot wait to share it all with you. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, miniseries, issues one through five, but it's all collected in Batman Gates of Gotham. Gates of Gotham. <laughs> Batman Gates of Gotham. Check it out. It's a wonderful story. I cannot wait for next week. So again, Batman Gates of Gotham next week. Be there or be square, not a circle. But for now, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I am Deeds Nets. <laughs> and I'm a filthy pockmarked junkie stereotype. And I'm Lord Deathman! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody stay safe. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Wait. Have we done this already? The spiral. The spiral. The spiral. The spiral.
out here. We when when you when 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 so <laughs> like fucking air devil. <laughs> my, one of my favorite favorite church going memories was uh at fucking like church camp when i was a counselor one year uh one of the like guest priests or one of the guest pastors uh did like a sermon and i was like i want to play a song for you guys uh something that means a lot to me uh, and he played Aaron Neville's version of Bridge Over Troubled Water. <laughs> and I had to leave because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do this. I can't. It's nine o'clock at night. I can't do this. <laughs> This fucking I'm, I'm, Aaron I'm, Neville is the worst. I'm gonna go look that up. Staying alive. Staying alive. So good. Aaron Neville needs to do like every every song ever done as a cover album because it needs to <laughs> it needs it needs to exist you because of just like under my umbrella. <laughs> That's exactly everything. Staying alive, staying alive. Make it drop as <laughs> he's the fucking worst why did we let that guy have a fucking career he's the worst oh man god damn it no god damn it he's so bad like, oh, man. fucking half still- singing words is he still is he still doing stuff today? He has know. to be. There's no he way he's to not. Aaron Neville is probably fucking he probably has a residency in Vegas. Like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's the fucking auto nets of music, okay? He is the auto nets of us. music. You can't fucking stop that. Guy. Even he's when got he's audio gone. recordings of everything. Oh my god. Welcome to my spiral world. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's so fun. All right, cool. For the whole you know, episode, Alan Nets is going to be uh, uh, Aaron Neville. Aaron Let's Neville. look at it. It's going to be Aaron Neville. Hitler gave yeah. me this song. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> it's like he's singing while trying to put on lipstick. He's trying to focus on the chapstick and he's just like, oh, I miss yeah. the spot. I miss the spot. Like, all of his songs are rehearsals that they just recorded. <laughs> I swear to God, they're all first drafts. Yeah, first drafts. 